Well, I guess we're live. I was waiting for the big. Uh, I was waiting for the big countdown again. It was all supposed to be there. Oh, there we go. that now we should be live that's how it goes uh welcome back to the quarantine cast oh my goodness yes i forgot to click one button and i would have felt bad if we didn't get to use the fancy countdown so you could all grab your popcorn and your beverage and uh, you knew you had 27 seconds to run to the bathroom it is the quarantine cast with brian and cody i of course am brian noonan cody is still on paternity leave but after a wildly successful attempt to uh to sit with me last week he realized he wasn't, it wasn't that awful that he was willing to come back and do it again. And you all seem to like it too. So I am happy to welcome back to the quarantine cast, which now, uh, much to Cody chagrin will be called the quarantine cast with Brian Cody dot, 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 and Craig, the afternoon host of, uh, at WJBC in Bloomington, hey. Illinois, longtime uh, WGN producer, host, mm -hmm. uh, nationally syndicated radio fill-in host, and newly shorn Kojak impersonator, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Craig Collins. Hi, Craig. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm well. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back. We had, uh, I heard a lot of people saying how much they enjoyed it last week. Yeah. So, um, you know, we will, uh, I, I was happy that you said you would do it again. Which sure. is always, uh, it's always, that's always the toughest part, getting people to say they'll do it again. A lot of times people say, yeah, we'll do it the first time, but then they know they're never coming back. Um, but we are, uh, we are live now once again. And uh, I must say, you're looking good. Now, I, I spoke to you this afternoon uh, on your program. What's the, I know there's a, a reason for the hair. It's not the heat because you would have done it a couple months ago. Why, I really why, why the newly shorn dome? Uh, so, Betty was talking a while. Her aunt is uh, fighting cancer right now, and it's actually the second oh time goodness. her aunt Fidelia has been fighting cancer. Uh, she's just finishing chemo up, and Betty's been talking a lot about wanting to shave her own head. And oh. I was like, well, that's fine. I mean, like, Betty, you know, it's in support of your aunt. Let's do it. Yeah. And when we got close to the moment to do it, you know, it's it's tough. It's especially tough for, for the ladies compared to the right. guys. I don't know. So I'm like, I'll I'll do it if that helps, if that's enough. So I am shaving in support of, uh, I guess, my aunt, uh, Betty's aunt, Fidelia, who is right. trying to beat cancer for a second time. Jeez. Now, this isn't part of, like, St. Baldrick's or anything. This is just you guys uh, in support of Betty's aunt. Yeah. Well, That's and I guess nice. anybody. So, yes. Yeah, well, anybody yeah, and anybody's wanted, fighting cancer. Throw whatever you want in. And by the way, now in the light of this, I'm not sure that I'm happy about it now that I'm seeing it with all the lighting down here. Well, so that's, that's a lot uh, of missing hair. It's it's not there. That's true. No, coming from a guy whose hair was not much longer than that for a long time. Yeah. It takes a little getting used to. The nice thing is no hat hair. Mm -hmm. You can wear your beloved Yankees hat without uh, any sort of deal. You can uh, it's not going to mess anything up. It's well, it, as summer's ending, it's not that much of a difference. You will notice uh, your head will be very very cold. And, <laughs> I already and did. your entire body will then be cold because uh, who knew that our moms were right when they used to tell us that all the heat escaped from the top of your head? It's because not just that, man. I mean, my first shower, right after you get the haircut, oh, yeah. you shower. And like when the water was hitting it and then even I was putting the shampoo in, I'm like, this is a very different feel. You, you, you don't need shampoo, Chris. No. You I, just I, wash your face all the way back. 
it's just you tell you, you just it's one big head wash but you'll save time in the morning i don't know if you were uh i don't know if you took a lot of time in the morning with your cough yeah. but uh this this way you have nothing uh tim a guy i used to work with radio in a long time ago now has a shaved head he said it's much more comfortable comfortable and uh, it's much more comfortable to wear a stocking cap okay when you have that Look, uh, I can't believe we're this deep into the show, and we haven't talked about the ridiculous fight that you must have got in via the Instagram photo. Listen, we're going to get to that. It's called a tease. We're building okay. up. I don't want to blow it all right out of the uh, right out of blocks. We let people come in. They say hello. Cindy says hello. Stuart saying hi. Janice saying hi. Hey, Janice. Uh, Cindy says she heard me on your show this afternoon. Cindy's a listener now. That's very she, nice. From you guys to me. It's very awesome. I support that as much as as, as much good. Janice says it looks fine. And okay. Alex says hello or good okay. evening. I'm going to start so, drinking. Yes. What are we? Uh, we always check in. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, bon and Viv, a spiked seltzer. The huh. flavor is grapefruit. Uh, Betty right. bought these and I just I drink whatever's in the house. Is that right? Yeah. I guess it's got, it's got 90 calories. Huh? Is the skirt riding up on you at all? Just a little. It's, right. it's just riding up in the back. I'm not used to it either. I'll be honest, and I don't mean to offend. I, I know a lot of people like those. I don't, boy, I don't like hard seltzers. Fair enough. That or cider. And I know those mm -hmm. are the two uh, very popular. A lot of people love them. My People in my own home included. I am not uh, I am not one of them with the <laughs> seltzer. I'll I, drink uh, anything that has alcohol in it, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I've like been brewing up some Pruno in the toilet. If you want me to send you a bottle? <laughs> Yeah, I, times are I'll tough, Greg. I've gone to I've gone to jailhouse liquor. That's what it is. I've uh, I've decided I can't. I, I don't have the discretionary income anymore to uh, to spend right. on booze. So it's proven. No one's judging you, Noonan. Nobody here is judging you. You're in the trust tree of friends. Is it's fine right? if you're making alcohol in your toilet. Well, who, listen, I've got a very clean toilet. Let's not let's not cast aspersions. Um, <laughs> as far as you know, it's a very clean. Toilet. Would you get just a liquor toilet? Like, if you really were going to go down that road, would you get a, a toilet just for making liquor and then well, not? Because no, that defeats the purpose of then not spending money. If if yeah, I'm but... making my liquor at home, I could make gin in the bathtub like it was 1929 uh, and open a speakeasy downstairs with the dogs as bouncers, and uh, hey. that would be fun. Get Debbie to dress as a flapper, and I'm just mm -hmm. wearing you know dress like an extra from. Uh, you know, guys and dolls. That would be a lot right. of fun. I but, see how this is making sense. Uh, yeah. I just can't imagine how it would feel like if someone ruined your your brew because they utilized the restroom. Well, that's a, at that point you got to go. You can't use it. It's out of commission. Right, of course you can't. You know. Yeah, I just, I just imagine hours no. of waiting. Listen, my cellmate, my cell. We have two bath. I'm I'm a big shot, Craig. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> I have two bathrooms. Well, I actually have a bathroom in a bucket, but I have yeah, two apparently. bathrooms. I, uh, oh, I live in a palatial estate with two bathrooms. It's it's unbelievable. A lot of people are envious of my second bathroom. I know. Uh, not me, because I have to walk all the way into the basement. And it well, is uh, quite a Once hunt. they find out that you just use it to make alcohol, they, they right. are not quite as envious. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they walk in and they see the alcohol brewing up in the toilet, and then they see me <laughs> using the bathtub as a toilet. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. The whole it's thing is just the whole thing is just crazy. Uh, I, I Cindy get getting it. very angry. Cindy being impatient. Yes. What yeah. happened to your hand? Hold on. It's coming. Uh, we got to get settled in. I am drinking a Lagunitas daytime uh, nice. because I'm watching my girlish figure. It is uh, 98 calories and three carbs. It's a very, very tasty IPA. It doesn't Ooh. taste like a light beer. It actually tastes like Ooh. a beer. Yeah. Nice. Hot takes and cold beer, Craig. That's what we have here. There we go. As always. Uh, what's going on in Oiga? We got to check in. What's going on in central Illinois? Any big um, news coming out of Macomb County? 
I'm quarantined into my uh, my uh, home again as far as the broadcasting of my show. This is my basement radio bunker, I think nice. is what listeners have called it. And so I'm we had a scare at WJBC, a, a werewolf COVID scare Oh, a COVID scare. Yeah, werewolf, werewolf, too. Uh, we were we were fearful that there might have been an outbreak uh, within the staff and then it wound up not being the case. A lot of us got tested. I think our morning show guy, I was joking on the air that he thought it was it was him who might have given it to us. Oh. And it made us all realize you know, since we were going to the office and hosting radio shows and we have no nobody to fill in for us, it'd be bad if we all got it at the same time. Yeah, so you, I'm, can't, I'm, uh, you can't do that. It's right. uh, No, Cindy, don't apologize. I, listen, I want to hear the story, too, and I lived it, so I don't blame <laughs> you. It's, uh, I tried to go to it. I know you did. Listen, it's all yeah. about pacing. It's all okay. about the, building the okay. anticipation, watching the viewers grow, and then we hit it. And then we watch Taylor the Swift hasn't performed yet on the country music awards. I think they're saving her to last. So same thing. That's you know, Taylor Swift gotcha. after seven years, she's coming back. She is. She is the farthest thing from country now, but really there is no traditional country music anymore. Unless you listen no. to prime country on Sirius XM. And Although, I get I no know. plug from them. Did you, <laughs> did you catch the beginning of the country music awards before we started this? No, I saw a little, who did I see? Uh, I saw Kelsey Ballerini. Uh, okay. Uh, the Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah. She was sure. singing something from the Ryman. Uh, and I saw a couple of, a couple of, uh, beautiful young country artists who I did not recognize talking about some project they did over the summer. Gotcha. And it was time to come up here. The Luke Bryan guy, the, uh, the American Idol guy, he sang his song and it's like oh. about tequila and shots. I feel yeah. like country music is still pretty much country music. The whole song is just tequila, tequila, tequila shot. Well, it's, it's that, uh, what do they call bro country? Right. Where it's all basically the same thing. I don't know when country music went from being down on the farm to everybody's on a beach. Every country <laughs> artist is on a beach. And I'm like, okay, I love the beach too. Yeah. It was kind of Jimmy Buffett's realm. But uh -huh. now, then Kenny Chesney jumped in. He was like, hey, I want a piece of that. And then every country artist went, yeah, would I rather live, you know, in Oklahoma or on the beach? And oh, a lot man. of them went, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing about the beach. You know, I've seen Kenny Chesney in concert. Have you really? I'm not exactly proud of that. I was dating a girl in college who desperately wanted to go, and I, I went to it. I got no problem with Kenny Chesney. It's fine. He, you know, yeah, I like I like a lot of his songs. He, you know, he's found that niche, and he and he milked it dry. He's got his own channel. Oh, man. He's he got no shoes, radio. He's yeah. got it all. Married Apparently. to Zellweger for 28 minutes. That was fun. Uh, who you know a lot more about Kenny Chesney than I expected. I did not know I any know of these things. Here, I'm surprised you haven't learned this after all the years of knowing me. I know a lot, a little about a lot. <laughs> I don't, I don't know a lot about any one thing, but uh -huh. I know a little bit about a lot of stuff. I, I'm not sure with how many Chesney things you just rattled off. I wonder if maybe you're a secret fan, if you're somehow part of a club. Well, I didn't, of some I kind. Didn't, well sure, I'm the president of his uh, Facebook group, but that's that doesn't mean I'm a fan. <laughs> you know, I'm a casual right. listener. I, I just want to get know, involved. Sure, I've. I honestly, right now, if you if you put a gun to my head, I don't think I could name three of his songs. Uh -huh. But I know them when I hear them. And I go, oh, yeah, that's Kenny Chesney. He sounds pretty good. And I know him when I hear him because I'm usually in the car and it says so right there on the radio. Kenny Chesney. <laughs> and I go, oh, yeah, Kenny Chesney. I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big fan of Kenny Chesney. I don't know, uh, I don't know much about Kenny, but, uh, but I know enough. I know. Listen, if we were at a cocktail party, that would have yeah. been enough. I drop a couple bomb malls about Kenny Chesney, <laughs> and then I move off to the bar. And people go, wow, that, that guy do a lot about Kenny Chesney. No one and, calls you on it? No. no. Well, everything I said was factual. Okay. Uh, except that I was president of his Facebook page. So how, everything if I played right. a Kenny Chesney song for you right now, how long would it take you to get the name of the song? 
here's the thing. You could play me uh, um, songs by a lot of artists that I truly do love, and I probably would have a you hard time giving you the name of the song. Okay. You um, can't do the, whatever that is, the Kazam thing? Oh, no. I would, okay. Jamie Foxx would mock me endlessly. <laughs> he and his daughter would laugh me off the stage. How do I know about Kazam? A little about a lot. That's that's the thing. That's the beauty of my brain. It so is were you in a bar stuff. fight via the right. trivia you were spouting? Is that what happened? No. Oh, okay. you are boy. Do you have a? You have to be somewhere. You got to no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. I figure they want it. I just see the message. Right. So here's the deal. I posted this cryptic tease today, and this all happened on Monday. But I knew this is this is how sick I am. Uh, and remind me. Uh, to talk to you about this documentary about the social media, if you haven't seen it. Sure. Because uh, this is, so the the incident that we will talk about happened on Monday. The incident that brings you this, uh, the incident that brings you this, the incident that brings you this, I, and whatever is under here that you don't want to see, and uh, what's on my knees that you cannot see. That all happened Monday. And when I get home Monday night, I thought, you know, I didn't want to, I wasn't going to post pictures and just go, oh, look, Brian got a boo-boo. I decided I'd wait. I was like, oh, this will be a perfect story. This, this is what the show used to be about, stuff that happened to us. And <laughs> so this happened to me, and I thought, this will be a great story. I took the pictures Monday night, and I was like, I'm going to save them for Wednesday to do the big <laughs> tease for the quarantine cast because nice. it's all about marketing. Sure, mm -hmm. I've learned a lot from Kenny Chesney. Yeah. Um, I'm not wearing shoes either. <laughs> so... Um, I did. This is so you have. I, I haven't talked to you about this, Craig, but I have for the last like two months, every Saturday, uh, Debbie and I have been going out to my mom's house to help her clean out her house. Um, wow. I don't want to say that my mom is uh, a hoarder because that would be rude, but I'll yes. just pause and you guys can all say it to yourselves. Okay. Got so my, my, my mom has been kind of a hoarder, but she was like, all right, I want to get, I'm getting some work done in these two bedrooms. Um, which would have been impossible because I didn't even know there were beds left in these rooms. Um, <laughs> okay. But we decided we, because I'm around, uh, I, I thought I'd help. So, De and Debbie was very nice. She's been going out to help. So we've been taking all this stuff out of the house and we're like, the bedrooms now are cleaned out where you walk in, you go, Oh, it's a bedroom. There's a bed and there's the dresser and there's the floor and it's beautiful. And so we were working, we've been working and now we're down in the, the downstairs and it's hard, you know, when you're 82 to everything has a story. So everything we're doing takes a lot longer because there's a story about everything. Yeah. Uh, everything that we've, and the, the, the arguments thankfully are pretty much over about donation versus trying to sell stuff versus this has to go in the garbage. Because okay. now we're down to like paperwork and magazines and stuff. And so we can all sit down there and just go, hey, any, ma you know, this magazine from 1987, guess what? Recycle, recycle. So we're, we're at that point now. But um, I was there on Saturday with Debbie and we were doing some stuff. And my mom had asked an electrician to come over because she needed some work done. So at the end, he was working on this fixture downstairs. And one of the bulbs, I had tried to get this bulb out, but it just kept spinning. So something was, a wire was broken inside this thing. And he said to my mom, I would probably go and get a new fixture because, you know, this is probably not good. Yeah. Well, my mom says, oh, well, I'll just go to Lowe's um, and I'll, I'll pick one up. And I'm thinking, she's never going to go to Lowe's. <laughs> First of all, 
she's 82. She doesn't need to be going to Lowe's in a pandemic. Secondly, <laughs> sure. uh, I've lived with this, you know, I, I've known this woman my entire life because, you know, figure right. out knowledge. I get how that works. You know, I know this is going to be, this is going to be one of these things where in three months I'll go, we still can't turn on this light because we can't, I thought you were going. So I said, Hey, here's an idea. How about I go and I mm -hmm. either send you pictures or you give me executive approval because I know what you want. You want it to kind of look like the other one down here. How about we do that? Mm -hmm. Oh yes, that'll be good. So Sunday I go and I, she call, I call her. I got, I'm going to Lowe's. Uh, I'm going to send you pictures. Nope. Just uh, get whatever, you know what it looks like. Perfect. This is even easier. I get the, this part of the story, I will gloss over by saying I found the fixture and I told her I'd bring it Monday so she could call the electrician because he had said he'd come over any night after work uh, to do it. I said, I'll bring it to you Monday so that you can call him and tell him that he can come at his leisure now. Any night is good for him because you have the fixture in your house. Um, all right. So I go out and I get the light and I do some other things and we get into a huge political argument uh, because my mom, who is 82 and a lifelong Democrat, uh, now has been at home for six months listening to nothing but uh, AM talk radio. Okay. So as an AM talk radio host, you know what slant she is now. And she's, you know, a woman who you know, fear works for a lot of people. And mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, and she, but she, she's very smart, which got me. So we got into a big, we got into a big argument. And then we, you know, I kind of, we found common, we found some common ground, like the fact that uh, I had to leave. And that was, so that was it. But then I'm like, oh, it's, I said, when's your garbage day? And she has a kid across the street that she pays to take out her garbage and bring in the cans. Nice kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what she pays, but, you know, a couple, whatever it is. She pays them like a little bit, whatever. And I said, well, I got to take, I said, remind him that he could take out that TV stand and the mirror. This is foreshadowing for you literary people. He could take out the <laughs> TV stand and the mirror. Uh -huh. And uh, along with the garbage cans. And then I went, well, what the hell? I'm here. Why don't what? I take out all the care? So I wheel out the big uh, yard waste dumpster uh -oh. and I wheel out the garbage dumpster and mm -hmm. I wheel out the recycling dumpster and I'm feeling good about myself. And then I yeah. look at this TV stand. It's one of those ones, you know, the, the cheapy ones that you put together that kind of roll. You know what I'm okay. talking about? Mm -hmm. And I lift it up and I'm like, eh, I could have carried it. I carried it out of the house to put it in the backyard. But then I thought I'm going to save time. Because I'm nothing if not uh, full of sloth. I and it's got wheels. It's got wheels, Craig. Yeah, it's built for this. See, I think you know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Right to the emergency room. <laughs> uh, you fall onto it, throw it. Like yeah, okay. well, so I think to myself, I'll wheel it out. Hey, why don't I put the mirror on top of it? Then I can yeah. roll the whole deal out to the curb. That'll be fantastic. Were you the kind of kid growing up that took all the grocery bags in one trip when you came home with mom? I'm the kind of adult that does that. That's why it's killing me that my pinky is in a thing. I use the pinky. The pinky can hold two grocery bags. Right. I have like, I have superhuman pinkies. Okay. Uh, Dane Cook, Dane Cook, very upset that I stole his move. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I lay the mirror. It was one of the, you know, those mirrors that you buy at Walmart that you put on the back of a door or of your dorm sure. room, like mm -hmm. those four foot mirrors. You kind of wobbly, like not super. Yeah, firm. a little wobbly. Like yeah. it would cr crack uh, horribly if a giant man fell on him. Those kind of mirrors. That's yeah. the kind of that's the kind of mirror I'm talking about. Not well made, very no. sharp. Uh, 
That's how I've always described it when I had someone that I wanted to pick one up for me. Get one that if a giant man fell on it, it would harm him drastically. This would have been right up your alley then. Good. Whoever delivered it to your house, you would have been fantastic. You did exactly <laughs> what I needed you to do. Uh, so I lay the mirror on top of the stand and I start to roll the stand out. Now I look up because uh, the house next door, somebody pulls up in front and it may have been one of my childhood nemeses, but I don't know at this point because I'm sure. not paying attention. You know why I'm mm -hmm. not paying attention? Because the cart must have hit a crack in the sidewalk oh. and I'm pushing it. It cracked. So the front wheels come under, the whole thing collapses, and I go down on top of this mirror. Oh. There, the sound of shattering glass was terrifying. <laughs> okay. So much so that a guy, the guy next door is getting out of his car and he goes, oh my God, do you need some help? Oh. And I'm just, I'm just laying there mm -hmm. trying to collect myself because I hit. I didn't know at this point, I didn't know what I had injured. I knew I had hit my chin and my nose. I didn't know if I had hit those on the wood, the glass, the concrete. I'm laying there trying to shake it off. And I'm like, no, no. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I kneel up and I, I see glass in the grass and I look down at my pinky and, um, there's a lot flapping open. Okay. On my pinky. And that's really, at that point, that's all I see. And I'm like, ooh, this that's, is bad. That's not how it normally is, right? No. My pinky, okay. My pinky usually looks like this. Oh, okay. Uh, now it looks like this. Yeah, one of those. Are you one of these guys like that that will not immediately run to seek medical attention? Yeah. Are you one of these? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think most guys are like that. And that's not a caveman kind of, that just, you figure, okay, I can stop the bleeding and everything will be okay. Yeah. So I get up. And I'm, you know, I'm a little out of it. And I go into my mom's house. And I'm like, Ma, I need a towel or something because uh, there's a little accident. And I go to I go to her kitchen sink, and I was going to run water on my hand, and both sides of the sink were full of dishes. Like, <laughs> so now I'm like grabbing paper towel, and there's blood dripping on the floor, uh -huh. and all I see is blood coming out of this hand. My left hand. I got blood coming out of my pinky. I got blood coming out of the ring in the middle finger. Um, and I'm trying to stop it with paper towel. And my mom brings me a, a towel. Now I'm leaning. I don't even realize that this is all open too. my forearm because I'm leaning that on the sink as I'm trying to get the blood to stop and not pass out. Mm -hmm. Now I'm I'm trying not to pass out. But my my mom is freaking out. And so now I'm worried that she's going to pass out. I'm like, Ma, you got to sit down. You just go sit down and relax. I'm going to try to stop the bleeding. Okay, fine. And I'm thinking, I can't stop the bleeding. It's, <laughs> it's really bleeding. Wow. Uh, so I get it. I get it kind of stopped. And I'm like, do you have any band-aids? <laughs> and she brings I only down. need like 70. Uh, yeah. Whatever you get. Thank God. Right. She has had uh, ankle problems and stuff. She brings me down this Ziploc bag that has like rolls of gauze in it and some <laughs> other stuff. And I'm like, actually, this is perfect. Right. So I'm like, uh, suddenly I'm a Hawkeye Pierce at the 4077. And I, there's a reference for people much older than you, Craig. <laughs> I got uh, it. All right, good. Uh, and I'm wrapping, I'm looking at it. I'm like, ah. So I'm wrapping gauze around my pinky and then taping it. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm bleeding on my arm too. And there was a hole in my arm. Not usually good. No. Um, so I'm, I wrap my whole forearm in gauze 
Then I'm looking at my ring, my ring finger, and that's bleeding. So, but that I'm like, I, maybe I just use a bandaid on that one. So I bandaid everything up. My knees, there was a big chunk of skin out of my right knee, like a divot, kind of like, uh, kind of like right here. This is okay. This actually hurts the worst because it's just a divot. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of get everything under control, but now I'm shaky. I'm like, I'm freaking out. And I go, Ma, do you have a, a Coke or something? Oh no, I've got. I've got this flavored sparkling water. I'm like, what am I, Craig? No, right, yeah. I'm not. No sugar in that. Something with sugar. So I, I, I got some orange juice, and then I called Debbie and I said, "Listen, uh, there's a good chance I have to go to the emergency room." Now she has only heard that from me in the 28 years we've been married, and the couple of years we were going out. She may have only heard that from me twice before. Uh, Do we get both of those stories during the quarantine cast? Well, listen, you never know. If it's okay. turned into medical memories, I don't know. Good. But uh, so she's like, what's the matter? And my mom is in the background yelling, I will drive you. I will drive you. And I'm thinking that there's nothing that I want less. I would rather bleed out in the backyard than have you drive me somewhere. Because right now I'm barely containing my stress level. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm in the car with you driving like, <laughs> driving like an 82-year-old woman, uh, I, this is not going to go well for either one of us. And yeah. we're both going to end because either I'm going to bleed out or you're going to have a stroke. Now we've got two people trying to go to the uh, to urgent care. You're or on the way. Urgent. That's good, though. We are on the way. You're right. right. Um, yeah. You know, because she was screaming in the background. Should I call 911? I'm like, no, no, you're don't call 911. Don't do anything. Just, just depending please, on what hospital you're headed to. Maybe there's a two for one sale, too. You never know, Noonan. Does, I don't know if my insurance covers covers group rates, but that's OK. okay. For another time, right? Because I'm sure I'm going to hurt myself again with somebody else, <laughs> or hurt myself and then, uh, or hurt somebody and then hurt my. Oh, who knows what I'm going to do? Never know. So Debbie's, I'm like, can you find? I said to Debbie, can you call around and see if there's an urgent care out here? Can you find one that'll do stitches? Uh, I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to, you know, calm down for a second. So she gets me one, and it's right up at the corner. Right, right by my mom's house. I know exactly where it is. It's right by the Long John Silvers or the former Long John Silvers tucked in behind a Panda Express, which is exactly where you want to go for medical help. A strip mall behind the Panda Express. Because doesn't that just say to you, <laughs> hey, man, you're going to get some fine medical care here. And oh, you're going to eat get some well, black too. Chicken. Oh, yeah. yeah. Egg roll, some of that uh, orange chicken from uh, Panda Express. Nothing better when you're right when you're right at death's door. As you start to see the light, you go, hold mm-hmm. on a second. I'm eating a large <laughs> orange chicken, and I'm going out with a lot of MSG and uh-huh. carbs and sugar. Now, you said, though, it's a hospital. It's not the alley no, no, behind it. This, this is just a generic urgent care. Not okay. even associated with a hospital. I'm going to well, throw I, a little shade at them. What I'm saying, though, is it is a building. You're not in the alley behind the Panda Express, because that would be very untrustworthy. At least it's another medical facility. All right, I'll give you that too. There we right. go. You, okay, make some, cool. you make salient points. That's why I like. That's why I, I like wanted it. You. You're one a guy the big picture. Yeah, <laughs> you don't focus on. You don't focus on Doctor Nick Riviera <laughs> stitching me up behind the dumpster. I do uh, not. But you never. I wouldn't know because this was one of these on-demand. It's called on-demand urgent care. Okay. Um, I don't know who they're affiliated with. And I'm sure before all the folks from on demand uh, get all upset, I'm sure you can get fine quality, urgent care there. It didn't happen for me. So I get there and I'm, I'm just like, 
I'm still kind of lightheaded. And every Debbie's yelling at me, are you sure you can drive? And at that point, I would have driven into a wall just to get out of my mom's house. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could drive. Even if I made it around the block and the car burst into flames, I would have been okay at this point. Well, yeah, because you get Nick Riviera at the Band Nick, Express. I know to help Nick Riviera is only a few blocks away. Right. I can make it. I can no matter how they they did convince me because I hadn't eaten all day. So that was adding to my lightheadedness. So I drive through Burger King, I got a hamburger and a Coke. Okay. Uh, because I, Debbie said, because if they start stitching you up and you haven't eaten and you don't have and you have low blood sugar, you're going to just pass out. Oh, that wait, that's real. You really stop for food? Yeah. On the way with yourself bleeding everywhere? Well, I had I had curbed the bleeding. My hands were still all blood stained. But yeah, hold on. Yeah. How does that process go? Ordering food, waiting to then go to the ER. Like how how I guess intense are you well, in the ordering process of your Burger King food? The reason I stopped at the Burger King, which is right, literally, I have there's to, no I excuse. Burger King can, no, there's no the excuse. I hadn't. I was. I was woozy. I, I know something. It's a hospital. They can help you with that kind no, of stuff. I was going to an urgent care in a anything. <laughs> Wait, any as, medical. As you will find out, that I'm not going to give you that point because they couldn't have helped me with. Okay. Nothing. Okay. And there was nobody at the drive-through. I wouldn't have stopped if there had been one car. I would not have stopped. For the first time ever, there was nobody at the Burger King. So this transaction took me about 48 seconds. Can and I have you're, a hamburger? Just a regular little baby hamburger and a Coke. You're wrapped in gauze, though, as you're I've paying for. Everywhere. As I'm handing this girl my money, <laughs> she must have thought, holy God, a serial killer. has. Why didn't he order bigger? Because he's going to prison right. for life. He right. should have gotten a value meal because he's never going to get fast. Are you covered in blood as you have all this gauze around you? Uh, on my left hand, yes. The, my left hand was pretty much dried blood. She called the police and said she just witnessed a murderer drive away from a Burger King. Well, this goes to show you how good the police are in my mom's suburbs. They never showed up. <laughs> um, they never came after me. Okay. I, pull, I So I get my food. I pull over into the parking lot, and I'm eating my burger real quick. Again, it's a little burger. Take it too Whatever. Maybe I said, all right, just so you know, I stopped at Burger King. Now I'm going to this urgent care. I get to urgent care and I walk in and they have an iPad where you sign in. I'm like, all right. And, you know, I understand they want to stay away from people because mm -hmm. one, it's COVID time. Two, anybody coming into an urgent care during a pandemic is probably beyond help. Right. With um, half of a Burger King cheeseburger. Well, sure. My breast smells like beef and, uh, you know, my head. They, they might have thought that I actually killed the cow and then ate it because <laughs> I'm, I'm dripping in blood and I've got, you know, I've got the smell of beef around me. It's like that oh Leonard Skinner God. song, the smell of death surrounds you. Mm -hmm. Well, now they say, all right, we're going to text you your registration. And mm -hmm. there was there was a woman in the waiting room and two women behind the desk. When I walked in, the woman, one of the women behind the desk called the woman, the other woman in the waiting room and took her in the back. Yeah. The woman said, I'm going to text you your registration. And then she disappeared. And I'm sitting there again, covered in dried blood. The text comes through, but it will not open. <laughs> and to say I was impatient at that point would be one of the greatest understatements. You I hit a drive through. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, say I'm one of the greatest understatements since I had to go to the drive through. Uh, I hit the drive. Listen, I hit the drive-thru. You don't want me hangry and lightheaded and bleeding out. There's no way you could complain, though, Noonan. You hit the drive. You took this woman extra time. Alone in this urgent care with no way to register. None. <laughs> and I sat there. I had to sit there for almost 10 minutes. 
I, I repeat, I turned my phone off. I tried to reboot. I did everything to try to get this thing to load and it wouldn't. And finally I was just, screw this. I'm out of here. So as I'm walking, as I'm storming out the door, I don't even walk out the door. I just, what did you get next food wise? Where did you go? Well, I stopped at a buffet <laughs> and uh, I had this salad bar. It was a lot of fun. I had, I love chickpeas, especially when I'm <laughs> dripping blood all over them. Um, Cause then they look like raspberries and I don't know if I'm actually eating a fruit or a vegetable. I asked the McDonald's to make fresh French fries. I can wait. I, I don't want a, the ones that have been sitting in the back. God, there was a part of me that wanted to grab a couple egg rolls for the drive. Because uh, as I mentioned, I was right next to Panda right. Express. And you're woozy. So I, as I'm leaving, a woman is walking in with her daughter. And I just look at her and I go, good luck. And I, <laughs> off to the car. I, I think you scared that kid. Because if you're dried blood human that you're describing and you said good luck as you leave... That seems like a really bad spot for the what? child. Like a guy comes out, a guy is leaving covered in blood and says, good luck. And you walk in and every, nobody's there. You got to figure they're all in a pile in the back. <laughs> Everybody who worked at that place is now cordwood somewhere right. in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, good luck. Good luck identifying me. Cause I have a face mask on. Ha ha. Uh, I'm out of here. I called Debbie and I'm, I'm frazzled and uh, like, all right, listen, you got to find me a place closer to home. Why? I said, find me a place closer. So then I take off. And it's like a 45, 50 minute drive from my mom's to here. And I'm doing it. And I'm realizing, man, my pinky used to do a lot of stuff, like help open the windows. And every time I, I mean, my hand is hurting. I'm uh, wrapped up everywhere. Thank God I didn't get stopped by the police because there would have been some questions. <laughs> the first one would have been, is that a Burger King bag on your seat? <laughs> yeah. Is that, the, is that the fresh scent of Burger King? Did you just have that recently? I did, officer. I did. Thank you. I did. What'd you have? Just a little <laughs> burger. I was in a hurry. I didn't, I didn't want a whole Whopper. Just a right. little, little There was burger. nobody in the drive-thru. I don't know if you know this. Oh, man. It was the only time. Honest to God. That's why it stopped. <laughs> I should have gone through Krispy Kreme. The Hot Donuts Now light was on. But, I would never trust you to drive me to a hospital. I officially learned that today because oh, you no, would no, no. still hit the. No, with somebody else, if, if it was me taking somebody else, I would have yeah. broken all land speed records to get them there. For uh -huh. myself. I'm only responsible for me. So it doesn't, right. you know, like I've, I have had to take other people to the hospital and I am Johnny on the spot. I'm, <laughs> I'm not messing around. You know, okay. I would never say, and even if they had said like, say I was driving you to the hospital yeah, and you said, Hey man, I could go for a quarter pounder with cheese. First I would say it's a Royale with cheese. And then I would say, <laughs> no, we have to get right to the emergency room. But what if I led with, you know, there's no one in the drive through that never happens. Would that have convinced you? No, because okay. because then I'd be responsible for you. If I'm only responsible for me, right. I can make poor decisions. I All will right. not make poor decisions for somebody else. Yeah, you know, I will. I, I be responsible when it comes to that. I've had to take. Uh, I've taken Debbie to the emergency room. I've had to take Molly when she was a kid. Uh, you know, uh, a buddy of mine. Well, I spent a lot of time with Miss. You Hess. really do. I am a man. I have some stories. So now I, I Debbie, I'm driving, and I keep thinking. Why isn't Debbie calling me back? And I'm getting madder and madder. Why isn't she calling me back? Does she know? And now, you know, I keep, then I don't, I realize that my elbow is also bleeding and now it's bleeding on my console okay. because I have my elbow down. So now I, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> she texts me or she calls me and she says, all right, I got this place and I already registered you. They registered you on the phone. Good. All you're going to need to do is go in and show your insurance card. Fantastic. And this is in Edwards Elmhurst. This is affiliated with a hospital. Perfect. Good. Not far from the house. Traffic, eh, whatever. 
Uh, I get there and thank God I walked in, I walked in and there was nobody in the waiting room and I'm like, bazinga, this is perfect. I'm going right right in. And I I feel like there's going to be a catch. There's no catch. Hold on. Okay. Listen, we got all night. Get ready. Uh, No, we'll get to other things, but this, so I walk up to the, walk up to the lady, uh, the red, the woman who's registering you. And I said, my wife called. She goes, Oh yes. Uh, What was your last name? I said, Noonan. I said, do you need my insurance card? I do. I hand it to her. Okay, they'll call you back in a couple minutes. Fantastic. Now I go to the bathroom because I don't know if I mentioned I had a big Coke. Uh, so I had – they bring me back, and I was sitting back there for a while, but no longer than – like no longer than you usually have to wait at a doctor, right? Okay. You not, not ideal when you're still kind of bleeding, but okay. Well, I figured at this point, if I if I dropped – like the nurse brought me back. So she saw what was happening. Yeah. And she sat me down. And she's like, okay, um, we'll be right back. And then she she came back pretty quick and pulled off my makeshift bandages and said, I'm gonna, I gotta clean everything off before the doctor comes in. Sure. Uh, and it's gonna bleed more. I'm like, All right. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know I had a hamburger and a coke. I'm pretty I'm good. I can lose a little more blood. I'm fine. <laughs> Nobody at the drive thru, it was fascinating. No, I figured her medical question was, did you have a hamburger and a Coke before I do this procedure? Just to she's, make sure. She said, did you have any lunch? Right, okay. Oh, I said, of course I did. What am I, an animal? <laughs> I, I had some lunch. She said, I thought I smelled pickles on your breath. I said, you did, baby. Because <laughs> uh, that's how I talk to all medical professionals. I know. Yeah. I diminish them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So she takes it off. And now she goes to wash the pinky. And the giant flap opens up. And she's like, uh-huh. oh, and then she does that on the ring finger, and there's another flap open. And she, well, then she leaves. She said, "Okay, we got to." Then it's a while before the doctor came in. But the point, the point being, with these folks, they apologized profusely every time they came in. They were like, "I know their waiting room looks empty. We bring everybody back right away, and it's yeah. packed." Yeah. And she said, "And sometimes during this COVID thing, you the whole family's coming in." So you have one room, but you have four or five people in the room. So that I said, don't worry about it. It's it's fine. Well, then the it turns out it was a a, a nurse, not a nurse practitioner, an advanced practice nurse, not okay. a doctor who comes in. I didn't know this till after. Young, attractive uh, woman. Uh, you know, not that that has any bearing on the story. She could have been hideous. He could have been a guy. I don't care. But uh, I just throw that in because you know, I was a little <laughs> sure. delirious. Plus, I, don't know, I mentioned I had only had one hamburger. Yeah. So she looks at everything. Why did you get two, by the way, if you were going to? I don't want to waste a lot of time, Craig. Okay. <laughs> things I had to do. Okay. To be, sure. You know. I get it. It makes <laughs> sense. Plus, I'm, you know, you got to be a little health conscious. Right. I don't want to get a ask grilled question. chicken sandwich. I, you know, yeah. I got you. Questions. Uh, so now she looks and she's like, oh, uh, yeah, you're definitely going to need stitches on that pinky. She goes, it's a lot deeper than you think. Um, I think you may have nicked the bone. She goes, and if that's the case, uh, this is going to be a lot different because then it's an open wound or an open fracture. So I'm going to have to send you in to get x-rays on your hand. Okay. I'm like, oh, man. All right. And she's looking at my forearm and she goes, I'll probably have to suture that. She goes, oh, that chunk out of your hand. We can't do anything about that. Um we might stitch. We might have to stitch the ring finger too. I'm like, uh. <laughs> so I'll try to leave out some of it. The x-ray showed there was no nick to the bone and no glass in it. In good. Head. So that good. was good. Yeah. Um, then she goes, all right, we got to, turns out 
I needed eight stitches in my pinky. Uh, she did not stitch. She didn't stitch this, the ring finger. Uh, she used glue on my forearm, which was exciting. Elmer's? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, Might have been Elmer's. Could have been super glue. Maybe gorilla. I hope it was gorilla glue because I'm I would very hairy. So. Yeah. yeah. I want something that's going to stick. And then um, then she just, they put the antibiotic, you know, Neosporin on the other stuff. She goes, we can't do anything with these. I'm like, all right. So they then they wrapped me all up and sent me on my merry way. Okay. Um, got some antibiotics just in case, just in case something did nick the bone. <laughs> Or right. with, all, with all these slashes in me that there might be some sort of infection uh like that but yeah that's uh that's what happened that was wow it was uh i, I get it could have been worse i guess falling on falling on some sort of uh shards of mirror glass it could have been could have been a lot worse but uh yeah so i mean now, i can't i can't believe there's so many moments that i can't back, my favorite one though was that Go back and recap if you need to. I'm gonna well, no, my favorite one is when she says that it's much deeper than you think it is. You know, it could have nicked yeah. the bone, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's fine. You went this whole time. If that had been the case, would you have made it through all this having hit the Burger King, or would have that would that have been too much risk? Well, the cut wasn't getting any worse. Okay. It was already cut. It was as cut yeah. as bad as it was gonna get. Um Man. yeah, the Burger King was still on the the Burger King was still on the agenda. <laughs> Again, only if there had been nobody in the drive-thru. Right. It was as if the no, Lord was mm -hmm. looking down on me. <laughs> and well, you know what? This guy needs a burger. He really he needs something. Oh, yeah, I get it. Okay, and cool. So, and all of a sudden, there were no cars. And, uh, you know, I don't know how long the burger had been sitting there. Could have been day old. I didn't care. I yeah. needed something to put in my gullet. There are and a lot then, of uh, questions uh, from the listeners, too. Right, have you what seen do we these? Have? Well, we got, uh, did you get a tetanus shot? Yes. Okay. They asked, I love that. Whenever you cut yourself, they go, when was your last tetanus shot? I don't know, yeah, 1967. I, know. <laughs> I, I know I've gotten them over the years. I've cut myself a million times, but I, I don't know. Well, we'll give you one just in case. All right. Yeah, so now while, while the the uh, nurse practitioner or APN nurse is giving me shots of lidocaine in my pinky, which, side note, hurt like hell. Um, but then once it was numb, I could watch her stitch me up. Okay. I couldn't watch her give me the shot, but I could watch her stitch me up like I was a bass on the pier. So curious if the broken mirror in the TV stand made it to the uh, curb. Did they actually make it all the way out to the curb? Here's another thing about me, Craig. I finish what I start. <laughs> so after I had after I had wrapped myself and thought the bleeding was over, I went and got the broom and dustpan sure. so I could sweep up all the glass that was on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And I carried the, now it was in pieces, so it was much easier to carry the TV stand. I carried the TV stand out to the garbage. I put all the broken glass in the garbage can. I cleaned up, and then I went to Burger King. <laughs> That's how we do it. That's how we do it where I come from. It you sounds like your job. It sounds like Roger Badish uh, is more, um, or actually Bridget, I guess, was more concerned about Debbie than you. I, I got to imagine that Debbie was freaking out a little bit. Yeah. But she was here, and I told her not to come. Because I'm like, there was a movie where Joe Pesci was a homeless guy, and Brendan Fraser was a college student. <laughs> And I can't remember the name of it, but at some point, Joe Pesci's character was like, uh, he goes, I'm like a dog. I just wander off to die alone. And that's kind of my mentality, too. I didn't want to bother any. Once Debbie, Debbie could make the calls that I couldn't make because she was here at home. Yeah. With um, honors, by chance. Might have been with honors. Movie? Sure. Might have okay. been with honors, I guess. Uh, Joe Pesci, I'm a dead dog movie. Just Google that. <laughs> I didn't so, know that dogs did that, by the way. I, I found that know. out recently. They just wander off and try to die completely on their own. That's true. 
Is that true? Yeah, that's I guess real. Unfortunately, I've taken, I've had to take mine a number oh. of times, which is a sad story. I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, yeah, we went down a every road. Pet owner, every pet owner knows it. But yeah. um, so yes, I finished all that. Debbie was Debbie was panicked. I guess so much so that she called Molly too down in New Orleans. Who Molly's already nervous enough because at that point Hurricane Susie was bearing down on New Orleans. So wow. a lot going on in the family. Uh, like everybody, we all have our everybody's everybody's got their things. This year but, has sucked, and this this sounds like it sucks even more for you now. Well, except that I got a good story out of it. Yeah, there you go. You know, we got you know we we got a lot a lot of good uh, good yucks. By the way, Diane has impressed me a lot about her familiarity with your medical history. She said, "Haven't your other two ER trips been within the last five years?" Is that accurate? Uh, one was <laughs> close. One was three and a half years ago. All when, right. Uh, after I sliced my foot open in the Dominican Republic and then got some sort of uh, cellulitis and almost lost my leg. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was uh, that was three and a half years ago. And uh, yeah, there was one not too long. Oh, then my gallbladder. Yeah, I've been falling apart, Craig. Yeah, that's not good. And you know I'm- what? On both of those occasions, I didn't stop for food and it ended worse. I ended up being hospitalized. This time okay. I stopped and got a little something. I'm home. So are you, wait, are you trying to say that Burger King is medicinal somehow then? No, no, no. I'm just okay. saying, uh, you know. It, just, it sounds my, like it could be. It, I'm not saying it's not. There's no <laughs> proof that it isn't. Uh, uh, by the way, Tony says that it sounded like you were trying to earn a little extra cash. Did you charge Ma for the services you provided? I charge, no, I never charged my Ma. Listen, okay. uh, I, owe her, uh, I owe her everything. So, no, I'm just, doing, I'm just doing this out of the goodness of my heart. And so that I can lord it over my brothers. So, yeah. you know, now that they know I've actually hurt myself, <laughs> in service to mom it's not going to change their opinion it's not going to make them want to help more but at least they'll they'll know what's happening yeah. Um, so yeah so i cleaned everything up i went uh i'm back and that's uh that's it let's okay. see i do but now i guess i have seven years more bad luck as if 2020 wasn't garbage enough right yeah. you break a mirror it's seven years bad luck so and yes and roger is looking to know if you had if you actually could see anything did you get to look inside the finger at all or no that wasn't a concern uh i i i looked inside i mean i saw it open a little when i was trying to put when i was running it underwater and it flipped open but i don't i don't know if i actually saw the bone that's what she said (laughs) good bone at everybody yeah there we go Uh, so no i did i watched her i watched her stitch it up um and that was so that was that and then you know I, I was trying to get a little more sympathy, trying mm-hmm. to milk it a little bit. That's sure. not really help, that's not really helping. You should but, keep doing that. Probably this this doesn't have an expiration date. You can keep well, milking the fact. I do kind of I I, uh, I grimace because I don't know if you get out of chairs like I do. You push up with your arms. Well, yes. this chunk, this divot is right where your wrist pushes down. Right. Any time, like today, I was doing some. I had to wrap it so I could write because. It was hurting my hand. My hand couldn't hit the hit the desk every time I tried to write. And they did tell me now to leave it, leave them unwrapped to let the air get to it, <laughs> dry it up. So there you go. Okay. I, yeah. I I don't know. I I think that maybe got? these are the kind of things you should be texting and telling your mom on a on a daily basis. Like you just hurt your hand a little more, but it's okay. You were there oh, for geez, her. Call, God bless her. She called. Um, I called her. I called her when I was done. Yeah. Well, I called her. I called her as I stormed out of on demand, and I said, "Just so you know, I'm driving home." Oh my God, you're driving! Home. I can't talk now, Ma. Goodbye. I'll talk to you later. Um, then after I left the the urgent where they fixed me up, uh, I called her, 
after I picked up my prescription and told her what was going on. And then she called yesterday and then she called again today to, okay. uh, to check on me. And I you're need- milking it. No, I really, I'm, I'm, oh. I was now, now that I've told the story, now I'm done. You know, this was, this yeah. was a big payoff, uh, making you laugh and seeing your incredulous, uh, incredulousness with my dietary needs. I apologize. I just, no, I just listen. I you, can't, I can't envision you and Cody are a perfect match on this show in so many ways. Did you know that Noonan? Why? Cause he's so concerned about his coffee intake before the birth That's of his true. child. And you are more concerned about your Burger King status as opposed to, I don't know if your finger is going to fall off. I feel like you guys are a perfect match in that way. Well, yeah, that's true. We we have our needs. We're guys yeah. who know what we need. Uh, now, <laughs> this could have been, quite frankly, it could have been any fast food. Burger King was just literally I a know. block and a half. So nice. they were the first one. It mm-hmm. could have, you know, I had, my mom lives on one of those uh, streets where there's every fast food franchise. So I could have picked White Castle or Culver's or gotten one of those spicy Popeye's chicken sandwiches or Wendy's or then McDonald's or Panda Express. But Burger <laughs> King is right there. It's the first one. It was It was right there. And again, nobody in the drive. This turned into the NASCAR podcast for a second. There, are you trying to get advertising from any of those brands? I want, just- I want stickers all over my hands. All <laughs> listen, we're always trying to get sponsors, Craig. If, I know. if Burger King doesn't call, I don't Seriously. know. If this if this doesn't do more for Burger King than the Whopper did or the Impossible Burger, uh, I don't know what <laughs> a man. Could have been, I don't know, could have been my last meal. Let's play it up. I was bleeding profusely. Might have been it. That could have been the last thing. And then when they found me, and then when they found me, all that was in the car was my bloody corpse and a Burger King bag. Okay, there you go. That's there fine. Uh, by, by the way, Kimberly points out a pretty interesting thing, and I've noticed this too. Every time you take a drink from your glass, it seems to still be full. Do you have a drink filler off camera? I have a drink fluffer. Uh, they they make sure it's all for the camera, Craig. It's show business. I, gotcha. I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to be seen with an empty glass. So they just right. come in, they fill it up. It's like on a TV show, you know. So yes, I always have. I always that's have, amazing. That's very, Kimberly, very observant. That's yes. very observant. That is. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. By the way, I just assume that's how you live your life at all times. You just expect someone to fill the drink whenever it gets a little empty. Uh, and I'm actually getting warm, so I need soon my person <laughs> will come in. That is honestly that is the best part of being on a TV set. Uh, when I've done either commercials or some TV, they spoil you rotten. Right. And I was doing a, a series of Pennzoil commercials when we were living in Los Angeles, and I was a mobster, so I had to wear a black suit and the shirt and the tie and the whole deal and leather gloves. And we were shooting outside and it was, we were in the high desert and it was mid to high nineties in the middle of the desert. They had one person whose whole job it was to keep mopping my brow. That's all. <laughs> hey, came over, mopped it up. Do, 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 do. Oh, oh fantastic. Yeah. How long did that, that was a one day experience. You had a brow mopper. I had a brow mopper. Uh, we actually shot uh, in two different locations. So two okay. days I had a brow mopper. Do you get a little spoiled? Is there a point where you start to take the brow mopping for granite and then you have to oh, acclimate back to like regular non-brow life? Okay. I'm embarrassed by, by the whole thing. Okay. Now, had I, if I was doing this on the reg, if I was a series regular, right. I would, yeah, I would, I would want to come home. Debbie would have to mop my brow or the dogs would have to be trained. Yeah. Cause you get used to not having to do anything for yourself. Yeah. Get yourself, because they, they say, they, they call everybody the talent. Can you get the talent something to drink? Does the talent need anything? Can we get the, uh, 
go touch up Brian's makeup. Go mop his brow. Now I'm not mad that a lot of celebrities are jerks because if that is the life every single day and for months at a time while shooting a movie, okay, I get it that you start to forget that regular life is different than that. Regular you you need that's why you need like a regular home life. Because if not, <laughs> you would live in this bubble where you are just a pampered jerk forever. Right. And yeah. if you allowed yourself to and I, I would imagine had I not been married and had Molly, uh the few times I've done these things, now people can say I'm a jerk, but I'm not a pampered jerk. I'm just a regular old working class jerk like everybody else, MAGA. Uh, so I am. Yeah, that's I got gotcha. you. That's cool. These are all things I've learned. Uh, by the way, more people weighing in, enjoying this story and apparently asking for more Noonan. I'm not sure where they want more of you. Chunks of me were all over the sidewalk outside my mom's house. If you want to go collect some DNA and then try to clone me, that would be nice. I'm assuming they mean on radio stations. So maybe if radio stations uh, are paying attention, I would. Uh, well, let's just say I would I would welcome that yeah. immensely, as, I uh, as you and I both know. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, so so that's the, that's what happened. That was um, that was how the week started, and I was coming off a good weekend, man. We yeah, helped my mom. We'd gone apple picking. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh man, you ever gone apple picking? No, I, I've heard it's great. I've never done that. You should take your lovely bride apple. Picking. She would love it. She sure, would she love would. It. She likes yeah. the farmers markets. You mm -hmm. like being out in nature, don't you? <laughs> well, this is, this is it's here's the thing I'm a millennial. you know how millennials camp by the way i did this story on my radio show do you know how we camp like the the traditions that millennials are passing on to the younger generation no is this like glamping they're all glamping every single one of them is like playing video games at the campsite by bringing along the xbox that is a tradition my generation is passing down to the next generation so you ask me do i like being outdoors eh, i don't know that's wow. Hold on. Yeah. A, hold on. Are you trying to process that? No, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> um, that was horrifying. That, that we bring the story. Xbox along, man. I mean, come on. You got to no. you got to still get in the Fortnite. No, I don't even want to have my phone. The only reason I take the phone with me is so I can snap a couple pictures of my bride uh, grabbing an apple off the tree. Gotcha. Because now and, and you would probably have this, too. When you go apple picking and you don't have kids, it's fun, but it's short. You know, mm -hmm. the place we go, County Line Orchard in Hobart, Indiana, ding, ding, ding. Uh, we're going there for a year. We were going there when Molly was little because they have a lot of things for little kids to do. They have, you know, they make great donuts and cider and they have the apples, but then you can, they have pumpkins and they've got a petting zoo and they've got this little kids train and all these little things. A lot of things to do if you're going with kids, it takes forever. If you're two old people and you just want to get some apples, it's cheap. You pay, you know, a buck for the bag. You go out in the orchard. You find the uh, apple trees that, of the kind of apple you want. You pick them an hour. You're done. Hold on. You I feel have, like you were out there. I have follow-up questions, though, because this yes, and please. I, I can't relate in the world of apple picking. I've never done that. But I can relate in the world of Chuck E. Cheese. Do you mind if I go to Chuck E. Cheese for a second? You can't. I have never been into Chuck E. Cheese. You don't know how? Never? Never. I don't know how I avoided it. I don't know if Molly's... Um, I don't know if Molly's friends just didn't have birthday parties there. I know we never had a birthday party there. Wow. I never had to darken the door of a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I hear they're very violent places. I they hear are now. Huge fights all the time. I, I remember them fondly, though, because growing up, like, that's where every... I went to Chuck E. Cheese probably every other weekend because someone was having a birthday party there for a while, I think. I, that's an exaggeration. No, it's but now, not. But now as an adult, if I go to a Chuck E. Cheese or something similar... I want to play the games, but I'm pretty sure you're not allowed. So when you talk about the apple picking situation, if I and my wife were to go, I imagine I would want to do 
the kitty train and all this stuff because that's the that's the level of child I still am, I Noonan. You could go to the petting zoo, but okay. I believe you're just physically too big for this kitty train. I would it's like to like try. Mall, it's not like a mall kitty train. No, it's they fine. Might let you, they might let you try. Hey, you know, they tell I've been in a big wheel as an adult it's, man. I've figured it out. Make a wish patient. I don't know. They'll <laughs> let you. They'll let you. Pop I am in. right. Yeah. Thank uh, you. No, but they. It's it's not. You know, like the kid trains at the mall. Yeah. It's not, it's smaller than that. They're, and they all look like little farm animals, the little cars. What I'm saying though, is like, I would still be too tempted to partake in a lot of the, the games that sure. are designed for children because I like, I like playing games too. I like going in the ball pit and climbing through the like oh, yeah. play place. This is a thing I like, Noonan. I can't not like your face that you're making. Well, is I, listen, so, you're, you're, I shouldn't I have admitted it. No, I forget you're younger than I am. Uh-huh. Um, and I did go in one of those. I had to go in one of those McDonald's playlands once because Molly got caught in the tube. You know, the tube. Did you have a little bit of fun? No, because <laughs> I would. I just kept thinking I was going to be like Homer Simpson getting caught in that water slide. Yeah. Uh, and they were going to have to come with a giant plunger and get my ass out of that tube. <laughs> If so they made I, adult-sized versions of these things, would you partake oh yeah. in those? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I've gone to a bouncy house before. I, yeah. You know, bouncy house is a great... That's the, that's the perfect example, actually. Any party, and I don't remember them now because all 2020 has been awful, but any party <laughs> where there's a bouncy house is a thing, if you're a regular human, you have some level of desire to be in oh. the bouncy house for at least a couple minutes, right? And you, but you have to clear out the kids. Um, well, of course you do. I mean, they don't want that. That's what the bouncy house is for. Most of the other adults don't want to see you do that. But if I we're would, all admitting the inner child in all of us, we want in for a few minutes of bouncy house. I have two bouncy house stories. Both Fantastic. Stories. One was Molly. The last time Molly was ever in a bouncy house, we were living in California and she went to a birthday party in our neighborhood. We get a call from the mother of the birthday girl panicked. Molly had gone, you know, the rope uh, windows in the bouncy house. Yeah. Molly had jumped, somehow fell into that. Her tooth caught in a rope, popped her front tooth right out. What? You heard me. Bouncy houses are dangerous. Was it, was it, was it a baby tooth or was it like a, yes, it was a baby tooth, but it was not loose. It was not a loose tooth. It was a still, Hey, you know, very, very tight in there. Front tooth. And it was not, it was not, that's incredible. The, the blood loss there almost equaled what I had on Monday. There was a lot of blood. Um, so, but Molly survived, thank God. But now she will not, she doesn't go near any, uh, she doesn't like air mattresses. She mm-hmm. won't go near any sort of trampolines. Sure. Nothing that, uh, she doesn't like rough waters. She yeah. likes everything smooth. She will only walk, mm-hmm. she doesn't use the moving walkways at the airport. Nothing. She's very, it, it scarred her. I, yeah, I, it should have. The the odds of it are unfathomable. I can't. Uh, by the way, Patrick said, wouldn't the trampoline exercise places be similar to a adult bouncy house? Are those a thing? Yeah. Actually, one in suburban Chicago, uh, they're looking at revoking their license because there was a huge party there the other night and the police had to be called because there was a fight. Okay. So, so yeah. A party at an adult trampoline well, exercise. It's a trampoline, it's a trampoline park. park. So they're in, in like a big warehouse and the whole floor is trampolines. And you and drink? I don't think so. Kids have parties there like they used to do at Chuck E. Cheese or okay. mini golf or whatever. Uh, I went to one once for my niece. I just watched from a distance. Uh, <laughs> totally yeah. normal. Wait, you don't drink at a party of adults? You just go to the bouncy house and jump around and go, that does not of- sound... 
No, like, it, well, the, yeah, but they don't want you drunk and hurling on the trampolines. It's like when you go to one of these axe throwing places. They don't yeah. have bars at them. You drink before or after. There's definitely axe throwing bars, aren't there? Are there? Isn't that that's absolutely a merger. No, when we went axe throwing, there was no bar. There okay. was a brewery next door that we went to after we threw the axes. The whirly ball situation is the safest of all those. Have you ever done that? I did do whirly ball. I think uh, at the old station we did it together. Right. Yeah, I remember that at least one time. That that seems a little safer because you're at least strapped in the car and stuff. Yeah. But I don't I don't understand. Like, how would you invite a group of adults to a trampoline park with no booze as a part? Like, is that I, I just said that I want to do it. I'm, I'm actually contradicting I, I'm, myself. I'm finding it odd that you can't go to any activity without booze. Okay, well, Mr. Yeah. Hard Seltzer, <laughs> which this doesn't really count as booze. This, this is all the I'll go in. Isn't that how we interact though? Like, how many adult parties no. are booze free? A straight up adult parties? Yeah. This had this had the one in uh, the trampoline park here that got busted. Rogers, Roger, award winning newsman. Eight hundred people, a kids and families in a place with a limit okay. of three hundred. So it's it's family place then. It's not it's not an adult trampoline. No, park. you can probably rent it out and have an adult party there, but it's a family okay. joint. It's okay. like Chuck E. Cheese without the rat. Then I got very confused. And to answer Patrick's question from much earlier, no, that's not the same thing. The trampoline ex exercise place is not a bouncy house for adults. It's a no. bouncy house for everybody. Yeah. So this this makes sense to me. I didn't know that we threw parties at these things, and I definitely would like alcohol to be involved. Well, you got to have alcohol. Yeah, I won't go in a bouncy house anymore, though, because the last time I was in a bouncy house, it almost killed me. Do you uh, want to? Well, wanna... I'll tell you, it's a quick story. Of course, I want to. I don't bring it up. Yeah, that's next week. <laughs> that's next week's forty-minute story. And close. No, <laughs> Molly's third birthday. We were still living here in Illinois. It was right before we moved to uh, California, and we got a bouncy house because my cousins all have kids around Molly's age. A lot of they were all bouncing. Well, then the adults wanted to go in the bouncy house. So yes. my uh, my cousin's wife goes in and some of the other adults go in and then Big Daddy decides he wants to bounce in the house. Now, this is when I was big. This is when I was like 380, almost 400 pounds. Um, I go up. Can, can we real? No, hold on. Can we real quick? You know how we talk about the merchandising opportunities for the show? Yes. Big Daddy wants to go in the bounty house. Has to be a bumper sticker from the Brian Noonan show at some right. point in the future. Write these down. My friend Marge says, I was wondering if you were going to mention your bouncy house story. I yeah. think she may have been at the, at the party. Fair enough. I go up and I came down too close to the edge. And so the seam where the, the floor and the wall meet, I kind of landed in there and it started to tip and collapse the bouncy house. Oh, now it was, and it, Molly's birthday's the end of August. It was about 95 degrees that day. And I'm stuck. I can't get up because now the bouncy house is collapsing on me. And I'm screaming, help me. I can't get out. My brothers were there. My friends were there. Relatives were there. All they were doing was laughing. No <laughs> one would help me. Who got you, Burger King? I Really, I should have just, uh, if, the, if the king had been there, he would have he helped me out. <laughs> Burger King saves me from all my brushes with death. So... So wow. no, Debbie must be watching because she's laughing her ass off. That's fantastic. I hear it downstairs. Oh, man. She remembers. So the house is falling on me. Everybody's laughing. And I hear one of my brothers go, we got to get this on America's Funniest Home Videos. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm dying, you jackass. Somebody, somebody, please, please come and help me. Right. I don't remember how I rolled out, but I was soaking wet with sweat. I couldn't breathe. And then the bouncy house just reinflated. You know, everybody went back in. Like, like eh, 
whatever. Party's got to go on, Craig. What can I tell you? You were just laying on the side of the like the ground it, at that point. I was I was in and it had tilted. It had tilted over. Right. So now I can't get out. And the thing is, just all the the plastic is. You know, imagine being suffocated by a giant castle. That's horrible. It, it is horrible. Listen, uh, quite frankly, I'm surprised I'm still around. Me too, actually. It, after today's show, terrified. And the right. more somebody, our uh, our friend, um, her, oh my gosh, now I forgot his name. Who was the uh, who was the producer that got fired and you got brought in for uh, a female? Oh, uh, um, the female, female <laughs> a female show, female hosted program. Uh-huh. Yeah, the host um, that we dare not speak her name. Right. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was. Why can't I think of his name now? I just I talked to him all the time. Curtis, but it's not Curtis. Curtis. No, it's not at all. Dave no, no, no. This, well, um, wow, we're both terrible people. Wow, all of a sudden. Is, yeah, it, it's because you couldn't think of it that I couldn't think of it. Right, and I just uh, Keith Keith Conrad. Keith Conrad. Yes. So Keith has a, Keith has a new podcast that he started a while ago, the Greatest Story Ever podcast. Mm-hmm. And the other day he's like, "Hey, man." Um, would you consider coming on and telling the story? And I was like, I don't know if I have any stories, Keith. <laughs> Please, we just just here. I'll just send him the tape of this. Just yeah, play that one. You know, Can we edit fun. out where we both forgot his name for a minute there? Oh yeah, no, we got Keith okay, Conrad. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, the greatest story ever podcast. Uh huh. Yeah, he's got a great all. podcast platform yeah. too. A lot of yeah. other stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he does a lot of stuff. He just wrote a book about uh, a novel about air uh, World War II like airplanes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. I apologize. He's vocal about political elections that are local in your community. So. Yes, very. <laughs> he's got a lot going on. So, yeah. and I was honored for him to ask, but it was weird that I, I thought, well, I have no stories. And no. he was like, I'm sure you have a story. Mm-hmm. He's heard your radio show. I, anyone that's oh. ever heard your radio show knows you have stories. You have stories have for days, stories. Newton. Because I've led, uh, I've led a life, Craig, as we, uh, as most well, people have. And also, as you demonstrated tonight, you saved the story of almost destroying your whole hand till the podcast, till the uh, stream became a thing, till this show, uh, I just even, because you dedicate your life it, to this. I even teased it on, I didn't do it on Socially Distant. I kind of teased it and told part about the, a little bit about the uh, urgent care. But uh-huh. I said, if you want to see this story, you got to come, you got to come to the Facebook page. Uh, Marge is a friend of yours. Is that yes. what you said? March, 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 March dropped some time. knowledge a second. Do you see the last comment from March? If you have a bouncy house overnight after everybody leaves a party, it's a good place for a romantic encounter. Once you get going, the bouncy house does most of the work. Oh, Marge. Wow. Marge was part of the wildly successful comedy team, the Untamed Shrews. Okay. Um, and they were, uh, their content was adult. So it doesn't, and I'm sure, listen, Marge is not just making this up. If she said that, I can almost She's guarantee aware. that. She knows of what she speaks. <laughs> well, now I'm going to judge the next time I see a bouncy house and it's late at night. Now I'm going to yeah. know why it wasn't returned after the child party that was uh, probably earlier that day. Three-year-olds go to bed early, Craig. <laughs> and for 24 hours. You know, Plus, they hose right out. <laughs> Everything is... So many bumper stickers. So many... A bouncy house hoses right out. The Brian Noonan Show. Check us out. That's right. That's why I want you know, and that's why I'm glad you're here. Yeah. One, you're you're very funny, and uh, you know. nah, nah. and you also and you also are. I love, and I I, I get this from Cody too, uh, and and anybody who really hears half my stories, they're just the look of in, incredulousness that you <laughs> that you give me at some of this, where I don't th- like to me stopping at Burger King made perfect sense. No, 
But I guess it does not. Yeah. See, I guess I guess to a rational person, you're like, well, you're an idiot. I mean, apparently you lucked out in the stopping at Burger King because the first medical place you went to was atrocious. So it probably oh. was good. You had food yes. inside of you. I had but a I long journey. Assumed, right. I would have assumed as a regular human, not saying you're not, I would have assumed that they would have taken care of all my needs at the medical facility and like, I wouldn't need the Burger King. Bring me a steak? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like they have fluids. What are you, have you ever seen anything? They put like a little thing in you and they, they add fluids to your body. IVs? Yeah, whatever. I don't want all those technical I terms. Solid, I wanted solid. Listen, I watched ER all 12 seasons. I know what an <laughs> IV is. A stat. Um, that's, I should have known that one. That's easy. I'm but, I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, IV is pretty much the easiest one. I'm not right. asking you to talk about a CAT scan or an MRI. <laughs> Rented on Labor Day weekend, and they leave it for three days. That's Marge again for the bounce. She's got a lot of bouncy house knowledge. Right, but then nine months later, you got to keep buying more, renting more bouncy houses for all the extra kids. Patrick has named the show that you and Marge or whoever can put on, Bouncy After Dark. That does make sense. Well, Marge would have to do that with her husband if she's going yeah, to do right, right. a re yeah. adult reality show. Uh, apparently, like Cindy's big a big brother, fan of the show. Her big brother, whoever gets bounced right out. There you go. <laughs> that's how they. That's how they elect house leader. You're banging so hard in the bouncy house, you just fly out. If the bounce house is rocking, don't come a knocking. Thank you, Tim. This yeah. this is a heck of a show you got here, Noonan. Listen, people. I this. I love this new. Uh, I love the new platform because we can see the comments popping right up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's going well. Whew. <laughs> I worked up. I've worked up a ladder uh, on that story. <laughs> And I had so much, I had a whole list of things that I figured we wanted to talk about. Um, we didn't get to them. Well, we'll get to them another time. Where's, how, where's your cup? How full is it? Uh, well, I will say, was it, uh, was it Kathleen? Kathleen? Uh oh. Uh -oh. I'll, I'll, here's, uh -oh. here's the secret. Do you want to go behind the scenes? Show biz behind the scenes? Yeah. BTS, as the kids like to say. I brought up two beers tonight. Wait, is that what BTS stands for? Behind the scenes, yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that till right what now. Would you think I was Cardi B? I did for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's going on. BTS, that, that's the famous band out of the other country. No, that's BTO. No, it's BTS. Bachman Turner Overdrive. No, that's not that. What are you talking? What are you saying now, Noonan? BT Do you know who BTS is or not? Are those the 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 kids, the uh the yes. boy band? The Korean band. Is it the Korean? Yeah, K-pop. Right. K-pop yeah. music. See, I told I know a little bit about a lot. I thought that was. I thought you just said it, that their acronym is behind the scenes. No, well, I thought that's he, what you meant he, when you're talking about showbiz. It's okay. BTS boy band. All right, so yeah, you got me so confused. It's the the Bang Tan Boys. So it's not at all. I was so impressed. The level of impressed I was with you. I would have the rest of my life uh, spoken the praises of Brian Noonan for knowing what the band BTS name stood for, and now it's been shattered. Now, now none of that's true. Listen, if that's all it took to shatter your illusions of me. <laughs> I was my well, I was hanging on by 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 nine fingers because the pinky doesn't work. I we start we start the show with a ridiculous amount of knowledge about Kenny Chesney. You throw in some Brendan Fraser, Joe Pesci movie trivia. If you had known what BTS stood for, it would have been fulfilled. That's the full circle, man. There's uh, some things. Something I knew K-pop, but that yeah, was it. You, I, you know, once That's I knew, fine. Once I knew K-pop, I thought that. Listen. My my knowledge and reference base, I can't go all the way back to like twelve year old girls, you know. <laughs> I, get, I didn't know. Well, I I, I got K-pop from like a fifteen year old girl. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, I'm almost like one of those uh, morning news show anchors who are trying to explain <laughs> what it is. There's some boys from Korea who dance <laughs> around a beat 
BTS is what we call them. I don't know what it stands for. I used to think it was behind the scenes, but I hear that. And they're not the backstreet uh, tater shots. They're also uh, not the Bachman Turner Overdrive people. No, BTO. They are taking care of business, though. Everybody my age, that was because everybody went, yeah, Brian's, Brian's right down with those Canadian rockers. Kim Randy is right, Poppin. by the way. The Bang Tan Boys would be BTB, but that's I, I Wikipedia'd it, Kim. I don't know, because Noonan didn't know. I thought Noonan knew everything. Ouch. Wow. I know. I, I'm uh, sorry. That was mean. That it came is out mean. BTS, also known as the Bang Tan Boys, seven-member South Korean boy band. <laughs> uh, Chuck thinks we should get hired by a radio station we're familiar with. Chuck, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that either. I wouldn't hate it at all. Maybe you know what? Maybe some. Uh, maybe some music station is looking for a wacky morning show. Hey, you never know. Um, so how's Molly it. faring with the rain from Sally? That's from fine. Diane. We got. We got very. I, my heart goes out to everybody in uh, along the Louisiana, Alabama, that whole uh, southern Mississippi, that whole area, bouncing. Uh, you know, and then you look over to Lake Charles, and that's was so destroyed. And we, thankfully. New Orleans, thankfully for uh, for for us, only because we were terrified for Molly. New Orleans was spared both times. Both times she's getting. I think she's. This is how you know you're becoming a local uh, when you're aggravated that the hurricane didn't come because you did everything to prepare and it didn't come. And you're like, good. Seriously, I'm getting a little. She actually said, "I'm getting a little tired of this." I said, "Well." Uh, you probably should be thankful that it didn't hit because look at the pictures from the places it did. Yeah, right. Um, for sure. So she had, it was fun. She had, we had a big discussion because I'm, you know, I was a Boy Scout for a year. So I believe in being prepared for a year, not for the whole, I'm not going to do the whole thing. Uh, that's right. crazy. That's fine. But I was like, you should get some bottled water. Well, she's got a thing against bottled water. I don't know. Okay. She loves the environment. She hates oh. plastic, whatever oh. it is. Those she are good was, things. Those are good things, unless there's a chance that you're going to be without food and water and a power and everything else, and you may have to. And evacuate. all the Burger Kings are closed. Where are you going to go? God forbid I'm ever in a hurricane. Right. I'm going to have to flame grow my own burgers. <laughs> <laughs> At the absolute worst, the drive through is going to be packed. I mean, and that's also terrible. Everybody evacuating wants a Burger King or something. <laughs> Down there, it'd probably be canes. Everybody's driving through to get some canes, chicken nice. fingers. There you go. Um, but so I said, why don't when uh what was the one when laura was coming a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago i said because at that point they were saying we might evacuate and everything else so why don't you get a case of water and throw it in the back of your car because god forbid you have to evacuate yeah she's got she's got a little you know emergency kit that she can just grab it's under a sink it's got stuff for her and stuff for the dog okay and she can be out i said if they say you have to evacuate you got water in the car for you and the dog and then just scram and head north and we'll see you when you get here so she did. And then we went down and she was like, can you bring the water? You know, I don't want the water in the car. So I brought the water in and we drank some of it. And then there were a few bottles in her refrigerator. And I said, I'm not getting any more bottled water. I don't want bottled water. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. Well, I use the Brita. I go, yeah, but I've seen, you know, those Britas are great, but the filter takes up two thirds of the pitcher. So yeah. you're actually getting about this much water for every pitcher of uh, every Brita pitcher. There has yeah. to be like recycled friendly things she could have that have water in them. Well, she's got a million of those water bottles. Okay. And I said, why don't you just keep filling your Brita pitcher now and then fill those water bottles so you have extra water? <laughs> and I, I also, I suggested now, um, Kim says she could get a five-gallon water jug that is returnable. I mentioned that too. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes she... 
She's looking at me going, you're the guy who stopped at Burger King when you were bleeding to death. Right. You're the guy who's brewing beer in your toilet. I mean, there's thrifty that's, here. Uh, that's Pruno. It's, <laughs> it's alcohol. It's not beer. Uh, I would never <laughs> use the toilet. I apologize. Yeah, no, that's, that's inappropriate. What are you, what are right. You for wine, it makes sense. Yeah, for wine, I'm, you know, I'm making prune wine in the toilet. That's what you make in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> you would do great in prison. I'm just going to say. No, it. I would not. Everybody would, else is thinking it. You wouldn't? No, God. I think you'd do great, Newton. Why? Because I want to make Pruno? Because you you fluff off injuries. You just don't care about injuries at all. You'd, you'd so be eating so in the mess hall instead of going to the doctor. <laughs> That's true. You're like, screw it. Shanked and still go for chow. <laughs> it's chip beef on toast day. The shank would still be in you. Right. You would be left alone from that day moving forward in the prison. Don't bring it off. Don't bring it off. I don't want to start bleeding. <laughs> I didn't have breakfast. It's chicken nugget day, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> Chicken nugget day. Yeah, maybe that's true. They go, oh, he, can't, he, he can't be killed. This guy cannot be killed. He's got, <sighs> I, I got priorities, Craig. That's all. I know. That Everybody's got different ones. That's fine. Uh, Barbara says she loves canes. Sure. Who doesn't? Everybody loves canes. You ever had canes? Yeah. No. Oh, you got to travel south. They opened one up here. They've opened a few in the Chicago area, but uh, they're mainly down south. It's okay. chicken fingers. Let's not overblow it. <laughs> it's it's but they're delayed here's the thing about canes for the uninitiated it's all about the sauce they make like a remoulade sauce uh-huh. that you dunk in and they give you texas toast which after your chicken fingers and fries are gone the texas toast dips good in the remoulade sauce too so it's nothing but unhealthy unhealthy food that tastes terrific <laughs> i i have no uh kim by the way apparently said that the captions were off just a tad when i was talking about what you were making in the toilet Oh, were you mate? Were you writing the captions? Uh, no, I don't write the captions. I don't know who does that. There's some sort either. of automated service doing that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. We don't know. We can't fix it though. Uh, but uh, good job for whatever computer tried to figure out what we were saying. They came close. Yeah. I, well, oh, look that, at that! That graphic. Throw that caption up, up, sure. But I don't yeah, know that's what, nice. Yeah, that's great. What is this new platform you've put us on? This is called Restream. Okay. So next week, we'll, uh, I think we're going to be uh, not only on YouTube, but we'll be on Facebook as well. Look at that. Have you, have you, you messed want, around with it more? And if you want, we can put it on your, your uh, I think we can put it on your page as well. I'm sharing it, but we can, yeah, let's do Maybe it. We'll let's do it however see. we need to. I might need, uh, might need administrative access. Okay, that's fine. Page. I don't know if you'd trust a guy like me with that. I had it to your page long after I stopped working with you at WGN. You had, oh. you left administrative access for Craig Collins on the page for probably two and a half years, maybe more. I thought that was a really nice thing. I, I never brought you, it up. I thought maybe you'd come back. Right. I, that was not nice of you, though. You trusted me implicitly. I'm not going to give you access, though. I'm just going to tell you now. No, I'm kidding. No, that's all right. I don't blame you. <laughs> oh, God, I come on. Who knows what happens? <laughs> So I don't see where these other, uh, I don't see where these other, uh, I think they got it turned down with Facebook. I imagine it's the Facebook captions somehow getting, Oh, that could yeah. be, that yeah. could be Facebook getting right. things funky. Yeah. Um, see, that's a problem with the Facebook captions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, with this, I now normal back when uh, Cody and I used to do it, I would have to, uh, I would have to look at Facebook to get the, to get the, uh, comments and stuff, but now mm-hmm. I don't have to do that. So I have it on a set. I have both. I got Facebook up on this screen. This screen's got you. I got a bunch Holy of screens cow. down here. 
Well, I've got I've got Facebook open in another tab. I'm looking at that right now, but they're on kind of a delay. Plus, we look better on the restream. Uh, <laughs> give everybody a look at Craig's shaved oh, head. Oh, no, no. There he is. Oh, 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 beautiful. We got to do that. I just like to see how everything works. Mm -hmm. And then you can see me, and I can show you some you of my wounds again. Here's People my ask you why you're so bright red. Uh, this has been, time. listen, this has been a problem since we started this, and I believe it has to do with my webcam. Because okay. this is the one that's in the computer, so it's an uh, older model. I started looking at new webcams today. Because, Did you? Uh, yeah. Uh, ones that will mount on top. Because you are you have nice, well, one, I always get revved up and turn red anyway. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just me being me. But uh, also, I think it's it has something to do with the uh, the camera. Yeah, I have I have a uh, HD camera separated from the computer that's plugged in, and that's what I need. Yeah, what brand? You want to give them a plug? Um, I don't even remember. I've had this for so long. Let me hold on. I got a broken one. I got a second one. I got this. Wow. I can give you this Sony. It's a Sony cam, handy cam. Yeah. Oh, all right. These are pretty good. Pretty cheap HD. You know, I got them a yeah. few years ago. Throw it you up have, there. You can have my broken one, I guess. That'll do me no good. I think it kind of works, though. I just think well, it's like broken cosmetically. Well, if I drive down, I could stop at Burger King. There you go. <laughs> Again, Burger, really. we'll, if, no, if, we'll meet at a Burger King. You're not getting a call Please. from Burger King tomorrow. I, honestly, their, their PR people are really. They're really awful. Down. Yeah, they're really not hitting this out of the park at all. You know, I am nowhere near as creepy as that King character they had for a long time. The one that would haunt <laughs> your nightmares. So we um, were talking about this on your show. Uh, yes. you're, a, you're a sporty sports sportsman. Okay. Uh, what do you think of uh, what do you think of the Big Ten's decision today to go back to work? Um, on this full trust tree, Craig Collins, is this the one hundred percent like not hot take version of me? What, whatever you want to bring to the program, I I uh, like genuineness, but I also right. I well, also I would, understand. Listen, whenever we talk sports, we gotta have hot takes. I would say this: like I'm happy that college football is a thing. I'm happy the NFL is a thing. I I'm a sporty sport sportsman. Whatever you just said. Um, so I I very much like that sports exist. I am afraid, especially in the world of college and or even high school, of an outbreak and someone being seriously ill. Because mm -hmm. in those worlds, the worlds of not professional sports. Not that it's better, I guess, but you're not a multimillionaire human playing a sport that. Maybe you could have skipped for a year. You're a college kid and probably out of the people who are suiting up and actually playing, not terribly likely to be drafted highly into an NFL, you know, organization. Not, yeah. Right. So, so I, I'm very happy that sports exist. And so I'm, I'm not going to say that I don't want them to exist, that I, that I want them to not play. I want them to play. One story like that is going to devastate a lot of, a lot of us. Yeah. It, and it's, the thing that bothers me, and I like, listen, I like watching college football. I watched some of Tulane's game the other night. Uh, miracle comeback in the fourth quarter to win. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> but uh, I worry about what they're calling these long haulers, the people who have symptoms and effects that go way past when they're supposedly cured. And we don't know, we don't know how long that lasts. And then you also have athletes, staffs, coaches, unless these high school teams aren't living in a bubble. They're not keeping everybody sequestered together. Right. So these people are going out and every doctor that you read says contact sports is are all potential super spreader events. Sure. So sure, yeah. it's, yeah. it's one of those things I admire. I think the guys who are opting out, especially the guys who know, you know, the, the people who, who are going to be drafted. You know before you're going into your senior year, there's not a lot of guys going into their senior year who don't know they're going to be drafted. Some guys right. have an excellent senior year, 
and then they might get a look. Um, And I'm talking college now. So they're going to get, you know, they're, they're, they're going to hold out. They're going to say, no, we're not going to play. And I know the argument for a lot of high school parents is, Hey, my kid is, my kid's pretty good. The amount of kids getting college scholarships is not that big. No. Um, I mean, at the same time though, like I, I would pump the brakes for a second and say that if I were a college kid, um, or a high school kid and it was my senior year and I knew I wasn't talented enough to play beyond my senior year, I would want to play because it's your last year. Yeah. Cause it's my memory of something that I obviously cared enough about to try hard enough at, to be as good as I am at it, to play in whatever, you know, level I've made it to. So I think that there's a passion for the sport for anyone. Oh, no, doing I, it. Under, I understand that. And it's, yeah. it's horribly, it would be, it would be horribly disappointing. Yeah. And that's why it's, that's why it's hard. And I don't, I don't envy the people who have to make these decisions. No, uh, I don't think they're. I I honestly believe they're not making them lightly. This is not. It's not on a whim that they go. You know what? IHSa, no fall sports. They're not. They're not just the governor and the health officials didn't wake up one day and just go. Yep, that's today. Let's go I to Burger King. I they, don't know if I totally agree, dude. And I don't want to. Uh, well, you don't. You don't think they're looking at the numbers? I don't think this is a this is a position I take uh, on my radio show for anyone that hates it. Uh, welcome. Please listen. Call in. W- tell me I'm an idiot. W- and anyone at WJBC and anyone that, that likes it. I mean, awesome. Um, I, I think that uh, I'm trying to find the best way to say no, this. Say, say, say it. Pritzker doesn't appreciate things the way that other humans might, because the life of Pritzker has had is the life that a lot right. of people have not had. I, and I don't mean that. that. I don't no, mean that just listen, in the world of sports. He, come, he comes from uh, a world of privilege. I, I don't mean that know? just in the world of sports either. I mean that in the world of like shutting down businesses or, or taking away livelihoods from people or not finding the correct path to making sure everyone's got food on the table. These are things that if you don't actually experience as a human being, I think it's it's impossible to truly get it. I think you can rationalize it. I think you can talk about it in the world of, oh, I understand, or I met someone who had that problem. But until it's you, until you're the one living that life, I don't think and I think this falls on a lot of our politicians in like all levels, local, federal, wherever you want. I, it's we need more leaders who are people that lived the regular life, you know, and I don't know if that's necessarily well, going to be people who are going to be as eloquent as those who are Ivy, Ivy League educated. But they're going to do some things that would help out a lot of the other people that exist in this planet. I agree. I agree with you that, you know, a lot of politicians and the governor uh, may well be one of them do not have the same perspective on real life that everybody else does. Um, they do not. I also, I also though think that uh, these government leaders are listening to the doctors are looking at the numbers are looking at, it's different for colleges. Colleges are privately funded. You know, even if they're a state school, they, they've got a lot of other income revenues. If you're looking at high schools and middle schools and the doctors are saying, listen, it's, it's better to hold off. Yeah. Then you know, at some point now, this is, this is, it's different than businesses because a business is going to affect. Well, and look, I'm not trying to demean sports. I'm trying to parse this out. If you don't get to play football, it's not going to destroy your whole family. Well, let me do the one thing that people do when they try to win arguments in utterly unfair ways. Let me use a ridiculous example. That's only true for a very small amount of people and then use it as if it's the only thing that you possibly can concentrate on. Say there's a kid who wants to play a senior year of high school He's a vastly improved player from the year before, got no attention from colleges, would potentially, 
I mean, look at Tom Brady, even. He was drafted the absolute last pick in the NFL draft, and he became one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So underdog stories are a part of sports. It's part of the fabric of sports. And so even though 99% of the parents who are convinced that their kid's senior year, he's going to be the next Tom Brady are wrong, there's still one that's, that's right, and that taking that privilege or that opportunity away from that person is akin to shutting down a business because you are essentially making it more difficult for that person to find that financial, you so know. So are we supposed to then look at the need, <laughs> the potential of the very hypothetical few? needs of one <laughs> weighed against the, what what is proving to be, we have the numbers, we have the data, yeah. the health risks to many. If I answer that question to, and pretend I'm on some uh, kel- television cable like channels, yes, the answer is yes, you have to care about the one Hot and it doesn't eight. matter the many. You bring the you bring it. Uh, well, no, what, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, by no, the way, listen, and that's I understand the disappointment. But then, but then, all right. If college coaches, college coaches know that know the deal, so there's got to be some. Maybe maybe they start doing high school combines like they do for college to go to the pros. Yeah. In a situation like this, they go, all right. We understand that in Illinois, there were you know there were kids who couldn't play football. Yeah. Coaches, give us a list. Who were who was who did you who was pretty much assured getting a scholarship? Who are your kids on the bubble? And let's you know let's bring them to Soldier Field. Let's bring them to U of I Stadium. Let's run a combine for and maybe it's just maybe it's just regional coaches. Maybe it's the coaches from Illinois, sure. Indiana, Wisconsin, Missouri. Sure. You know that that's a lot of schools. You know some big some big programs in that region, and you have the coaches do a combine. And, you know, and then your high school kids who, you know, yeah, there's not a lot of game film, but there's a, no, there's yeah, I, I, here. I get it. There's opportunities different. created and it's, right. it's not as much risk. I mean, you also do know the guy, we both have met this human being at least once, maybe 25 times, who is most proud of the senior year of high school football that he had and less proud of any other achievement in his life, even though no one else on earth outside of him truly remembers to the degree of, uh, of, of. Yes. specificity he like there's a lot of people it's al bundy cher- right yeah al bundy they cherish that life experience and so we're even taking away from those who will be delusional about it the rest of their lives and i don't but know if that's good them, or bad this gives them bitterness that they can carry their whole life <laughs> in not, right they they, they all the the, could have been i could have been <laughs> a walk-on at Jonesboro Community I, College. I was one step away from the NFL. That's if my right. senior year of high school football had not been shut down by Pritzker. Had you been talked to at all by colleges by, at the end of your junior year? No. Absolutely not. I had not. No. Right. I uh, I applied for a custodian job at the community <laughs> college and got turned down. But I'm sure <laughs> that would have changed my senior year because I, right. I drank some protein shakes yeah. over the I'll, summer. And I was bulky. And I'll tell you, everybody in my family, they saw my potential. They told me I was one step away. My grandma watched Jim <laughs> Brown play, and she said I was better than Jim Brown. I think she meant it my singing because I used to sing. I used to sing "It's a Man's World" at Thanksgiving. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. But there you go. Either way, I was bound for greatness. I don't know. Uh, some of the comments on Facebook, by the way, is someone telling us that life is unfair, and that is accurate. Life is, does. Yes, Maureen, I agree. Just because, just because I, I agree that it's not a great decision to put these kids in. You know, we've already had, we've already had one program shut down here in suburban Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, high school, high school. And, you know, we see what's happening at the colleges and, you know, 
I don't want businesses shut down. I don't want kids to miss out on stuff. It's at some point we gotta, you gotta prioritize. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm getting selfish now. And I saw a comment on your stream about how someone bought a phone to listen to my WJBC show. I saw and that, that is the nicest thing I've ever seen uh, from both Barb and Cindy. So, wow. Thank you to both of you. You need to, you need to screenshot that. I it. Yeah, really? I do. Send it to the uh, the higher ups so they know that I'm doing an okay job. Ahoy, Paloy! You're out there. You're out there spreading the word of WJBC. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're I've, in your I've bunker. St- you're still helping away. I've helped sell one phone. Please help me out. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got potential here, guys. Again, we are always looking for yeah. people to uh, to be. Listen, Craig can't run that bunker on his own. He's got mm-hmm. hard seltzer to buy. That's a uh, you know <laughs> a little little sponsorship money. Mm-hmm. I can't keep my hair perfectly quaffed, uh, just with spit. <laughs> you know, what if I, I injure myself again? If we dive back into the Facebook comments, did you see that the reason that you appear red is not necessarily your fault? I saw that my co-hosts are very pale. Yeah, apparently I need some sun. I, I also shaved this today, so that's right. probably where the so green is. Pro- what kind of light? What kind of lighting do you use? Do you have like one? I of have professional green? lighting down here. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. All right, yeah. I, I I committed way too much. This wasn't for the basement radio bunker, by the way. I had a <laughs> short-lived podcast company out of Chicago, office space and everything. And we wanted that to be vodcast everything. So okay. I invested in a lot of a lot of equipment. And now I just I use it all. Yeah, I need to get uh, I think the camera, the camera is not a big investment in some sort of other lighting. Right. Yeah, no. All, yeah, my, lighting, all my lighting has a yellowish tint. So it looks like I have jaundice and I'm red. So that's <laughs> never uh, I look like Look like one of those bloody stumps. I can I can broken. sell you this handicam, man. It works. It works. It it's just cosmetically damaged. Just don't bring it out. Show it to the kids. No, I want you know? to listen. If somebody comes into the somebody comes into my bunker, I want to go. Holy cow! Uh, Kim wants to know what Orion Samuelson is doing. She thinks he joins for your show. Yes, he is. He does do rejoins. Orion's a very kind human. Yes, if you haven't heard Craig's show, he has some Orion Samuelson rejoins. I do. Yeah, which are He's wonderful. Re- he laughed uh, during one of them, too, which is a career achievement for me, that I wrote oh, him yeah. something, and while he read it, he laughed about it. Orion, Orion is a class act. No two ways about it. I, have you, you heard know. him read rap songs? I have. That's the best. Anyone that wants to find classic, amazing GN and Orion Samuelson involved, just Google and find it on YouTube of him reading the lyrics to rap songs. All right. Nancy's looking for a new station in Wisconsin. Craig is on WJBC in Bloomington, Illinois. But yeah. if you go to WJBC.com, that's the beauty of the internet, Craig. People could be, uh, BTS could be watching us from South Korea now. I don't know <laughs> if that's, yeah, South Korea, they can watch it. North yeah, Korea. behind he, the Kim Jong-un does not like this broadcast. No, not a fan. He uh, hates Burger King. We know Wait that. Wait a minute. Is King, Kim Jong-un still with He's us? I, um, I'm not sure what of it, which of his family members is alive and which has passed on. Okay, because Kim Jong Un was having problems. Um, it was a good talk. I just I took it in a weird direction. I'm wow, sorry. Oh yeah, I'm dying to know now. We got to Google yeah. that too. Is Kim Jong Un dead? Nah, he's, he's supposedly still alive, but they've been weird about that for a while now. They've been like kind of hush hush. <laughs> That's a real thing. They really have. They like put him out one time for an appearance after there was a rumor that he died, and it was a very yeah. odd appearance. There's a lot. Yeah, listen, I love I love countries with dictators because they they call the shots. Yeah, that's gonna be now. Don't pull that audio. I love to do the dictator. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we. There's your out of context. There we go. Uh, <laughs> that and daddy needs Man. to get the bounce house. Yeah, the Noonan show has changed a lot. Listen, I, I, I've read the market. I've read the room. It's uh-huh. time to go all authoritarian all the time. 
It's true. That's that's you a know, good point. I'm going to play nothing but marches. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, each each time you come back to the show, it's a march. Dun, dun, dun. It's going to be all of that. I can't. Ryan wait. Noonan here. <laughs> Broadcasting from the Golden ERB <laughs> microphone. When I'm not doing drugs. <laughs> Me. You know, I would you I would live I would live in a country where you were the dictator. I think I would. That's the biggest compliment I can give another human. Wow, if, really? If, if you were the dictator, I would live there. I would figure it out. It'd be or like, someone, all right. I wouldn't want to be a dictator. That's part of the reason. Be, yeah, I would. I I wouldn't mind being in charge, but I'm also I'm also smart enough to know what I don't know, which is a <laughs> lot. So I'd surround myself with really smart people, but yeah. they would know not to cross me. Right. Well, because you, you know, you had the the brow thing from earlier. I have the brow thing. I've uh, I could be bleeding to death and still want fast food. I'm not to be trifled with. I'm a man who makes Pruno in his toilet. Uh, right. <laughs> so yeah, I, listen. I could be a preparing for jail. I could be a, benev a benevolent dictator. How about you would? That? Yeah. I'd be a benevolent I, think, dictator. I think your demands would be reasonable. Is what I'm saying. Like as you got more corrupted by the fact that you were a dictator, I don't think your demands would ever really outstretch what people could tolerate. No, until I had Debbie executed, then I would, because then I'd have no more voice of reason. Then I would run wild in the streets. <laughs> Be crazy. I'd have nobody. I would have no. I, I need. I'm like the gladiators of old, Craig. I need that guy standing behind me in the chariot, going, "You're not a god. You're not a god. You're right. You're yeah. Not a god. Oh uh, man. And I don't have. I, I have that now. Right. But if I ever got fed up as a dictator, <laughs> who's to say? I want you said your wife was listening. She was listening before she was laughing before. I didn't hear her laughing now. Okay, yeah. I, I can't wait for that to be a conversation you have with her. Did you make a joke on the show that you would have me killed if you were a dictator? Said, My wife yeah. would throw so many shoes at me for that comment. Listen, that's uh, after 30 years, that's really <laughs> all the things I've said. Let's let's be honest. That's really she'd have to go really far back in the index to see gotcha. uh, that's amazing. Know. Good. I, I hope to live up to that level where I can make a, a lighthearted joke about murdering my wife and she's fine with it. But that's only if I were a dictator, which I right. know is never going and, to happen. And so, again, you were you were years of living and, and listening. Right. To and I had life. already been a dictator for a while. Mm -hmm. This is like the how I met your mother thing where you have to envision years of struggle before you eventually become single. Exactly. And then when I'm like a 95 year old dictator, uh, <laughs> that's when I decide I need a 25 year old girl. <laughs> That's when that's when the wife has to go. Do we end the show on that note? Because that we was a pretty should, good one. We should start wrapping things up just All because. Right. Uh, well, that's that's what I say, and I'm the dictator. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you have played. Now listen, I'm, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but we, you know, you're you're a big hit here, so you are. Wow. You are. I would love to have you back. I'd love you to come back. I'm uh, enjoying it. All right. I'm, I'm I'm not sure I'm a hit with everybody. I do see some of the comments not going in my direction, but that's Wait, okay. Uh, let me see that. Made you me can't... sad because there's no more out of context. Well, that's just you know. Yeah. Uh, or it said, it said porno in the toilet again. Kim, I'm not making porno in the toilet. That's a gross niche that I'm not into. Uh, no, it's fine. See. It's fine. What did they say about you? I, I think it might've been last week, actually, more so than this week, but it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I know. I, I'm hanging on to it, Noonan. Why? You know how that works. You and I, that's why you and I are a bad, uh, you know, we could be a dangerous combination because we both, sure. we both love a grudge. We do. We both like to hold on to the hold on to the <laughs> anger. We do, but, you know. Hey, can we say this about ourselves? And I'm just going to say it for you. I'm saying it for me. I never start any fights with anybody. I never. I've never 
decided I didn't like a person. They usually go after me first. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's the Italian in me that, you know, if you go after me, well, that's not awesome. But I'm not going to go after anybody. I'll let you live your own life until you want to hurt me. Well, yeah. And some people, listen, some people, some people need to have a grudge held against them because some people need their comeuppance. They do. And I'm willing. I'm patient. Listen, <laughs> I'm not in a rush to get to the urgent care. No, you, think I'm, you think I'm not patient enough to wait and lie in the tall grass till somebody comes by and then I pounce like a crazed lion yeah. and finally exact my revenge? John, John loves you, Craig. That's nice, John. He's a nice hey, guy. Cindy, thank you. Uh, a lot of uh, Greg, be glad you aren't married to Imelda Marcos. Oh, because she had a lot of because you said Betty would throw a shoe at you. She would. Imelda Marcos was known for having millions of shoes. I am married to a Latina. Uh, her first name is Beatrice, and she also has a lot of shoes, and she throws them whenever really? I do things wrong. Did you happen to watch Lovecraft Country? Are you watching I've never seen it, HBO? No. Uh, mm. She was used in a horrible, horrible way uh, last night's episode, or Sunday night's episode. I'll leave so? it at that. Okay. Oh, okay. Graphic, graphic violence. All right. I don't know if I want to see that ever. Eh, you probably don't. It was disturbing <laughs> even to me, and I'm a, I'm a guy who's not disturbed by much. You're a guy who likes Deadwood. I love Deadwood. I'm sad that I cut my hair because I was starting to get that good Deadwood look. There you go. Okay. Well, good to know. I kept the soul patch, uh, much to Molly's chagrin and consternation. <laughs> I, I look at your face and I see the mustache and you're not even a mustache guy. And then I see this little square under your lip. What's, it, what's <laughs> it all about? Why do, you, why do you have a little square under that? I don't know. What's Still the big thing? deal? Right. Yeah, I'm doing a thing. I'm doing yeah. a thing that could be changed. By the time I leave this room, it could be off. It, right. It's not permanent, maybe, right? Maybe it won't be. I want you to go Bam Bam Bigelow and, and tattoo flames now to your uh, shaved head. Okay, I'll do that. By next you week? Know, I, I had a Fu Manchu for a little bit. Did I ever tell you that, Noonan? No. I had one, and I actually refused to shave it uh, for my my oldest sister's wedding. And okay. like the whole family, it took the entire family begging me to shave it because they're like, these photos will last forever. And <laughs> I was doing a thing, Noonan. I was just, I wanted... <laughs> Did I look good? No, I looked very bad, but I just, I liked it. And so the day before the wedding, I think it got shaved at like a Walmart or something. Like, I think like the haircut person just went a little bit down. What, what, what do you want? One of these people on the, uh, on the website, people I think Walmart, they paid, you're in I, your pajamas. I remember, I think my mother paid the Walmart haircutter extra to just splice it by accident. And then it got, oh, and then it was gone. Stop. Yeah. I got my haircut at a Walmart for a wedding. Yes, that's accurate. I didn't even know that was possible. It is. They they have the little haircut shop. They do. Where? I don't really? know. I, yeah, it's a thing. It's <laughs> I was doing a thing. It's a thing. I don't know. At Walmart? They yeah. There's a little, like, it's a little, little well, haircut I know spot. back, do you, do you guys have Meyer in central Illinois? We do, yeah. Okay, so Meyer started in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So, so it was big in Michigan, and it used to be called Meyer's Thrifty Acres. And that's, I know that because Debbie is from Michigan. So when we first started dating, we would go. And when I was on the road, it, this was before Walmart super centers and any of that. This was mm -hmm. Myers Thrifty Acres had everything. I used to do a joke that actually got me a commercial for Myers. <laughs> I used to joke. I go, I love going to Meyer. Where else can you get Oreo cookies, a shotgun and big men's underwear at four in the morning. <laughs> and because of somebody from now Myers so saw, me chew, saw me do that joke and put me in a commercial. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I'm a big shot. You were. So got to meet Bruce Hornsby because of that. But anyway, wow. that's a whole other deal. Wow. But the point of the story is, if there's a point to any of my stories, they used to have a barbershop in the Thrifty Acres. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. I used to think, who would come to Meyer to get their haircut? And now I look at you and I go, Craig's the kind of guy, if he had lived in Michigan, would have got his haircut at Meyer. High school Craig, who thought it was a good look to have a Fu Manchu, was the kind of guy that would get his haircut at a Walmart. This current version of Craig doesn't do that. Although okay. I do let my wife shave my head outdoors. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta got any show. Follow him on Instagram because there's a picture of uh, the freshly shorn Craig. Yeah, yeah. From and I will say when, when I first when you first came on tonight, uh, before we went live, you had your hat on. I and did. I was like, oh no, you gotta take your hat off yeah. so people can see your head. Yeah, I wanted I wanted the hat the whole time. That didn't no, work out. I'm glad we put it out because it's again. Okay. Uh, if people are just joining us, it's to uh, raise awareness because uh, Betty's aunt is suffering from cancer yeah. and uh, you're doing it in support of her, which is a great yeah. cause. So uh, yeah, be proud of it. Thank you. Yeah. No, but you then, yeah, do tattoo the flames on there. I, do. <laughs> I have to commit. Even if it's henna, can I do henna? Well, yeah, but even if you do real tattoos, you can always grow your hair back in. <laughs> then you have the option. Tattooed head or non-tattooed head. <laughs> you know, and then. Yeah. Then right. when you're like 90 and your hair all falls out, you'd be the hippest grandpa in the home. I got to be honest. I feel like it's already going, though. I feel like I'm I'm rolling the dice as far as potentially being bald in my mid-40s. No, you got you got a good hairline. All right. Uh, sure. Don't make, don't make me it's mad. Good. Look at that. Yeah. That, that, that side. This side's good. This what about side, the back? Oh, How's your back? My back is good. I don't have any, okay. uh, I don't have any bald spots back here. I think that's all that matters. Now I have to find, now I have to find a uh, stylist around here. Because come I'll, to your house? I'll need to get a haircut. I can't keep going to New Orleans every time I want to. Have haircut. you tried Walmart? I haven't, but Sally says Meyer still has haircutters, as does Walmart. I have not. Uh, <laughs> I listen, not to sound bourgeois. <laughs> no, not I'm going to be like, upset. Not to sound like I'm a guy who's too good to get his haircut at Walmart. Mm -hmm, but but I'm too good to get my haircut at Walmart. <laughs> There's not a chance in on God's earth that I'm strolling <laughs> into Walmart and going. Why don't you just put a bowl on here? And as, uh, as Bobby Slate used to say, give me a bow. Just, just cut it right around there. You know, I, I left out part of the best part of the story from the haircut at Walmart before the wedding. And uh, they even do though, shaves too, obviously. Yeah, even though they got the Fu Manchu, I had the um, stylist frost my tips. Careful. I know. It's not You're a euphemism. It's not. Okay. I had, I had her frost the tips. So I have Walmart frosted tips, which is little blonde like things in the hair um, in those photos anyway. So I look just as terrible, probably worse in all honesty. Walmart frosted tips sounds like one of their bad cereals <laughs> in a plastic bag. <laughs> Man, I love frosted Kellogg's. tips from Walmart. Yeah. It's like, oh, They're let's pretty go good. Get a bag of cereal. Okay. Right? That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's 15 cents for the frosted tips. 15 cents a tip? <laughs> right. That's a lot. 15 cents. That's really, it's, it's very wow. expensive. First of all, I'm shocked that they have that many uh, options. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll give you a shave. We'll give you a haircut. We can do frosted chips. I doubt do they need? do. To be honest, I feel like this woman just went rogue. She's like, yeah, I can do anything you want if you give me a few more dollars and a tip. Yeah, she didn't right. even work there. She's like a <laughs> meth head that came in and got a scissors. You're like, because they don't even cut hair at Walmart. You didn't, you didn't know. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Right. You know, cut actually, hair. I'll cut your hair. Actually, if we're going full circle, there was a Walmart person in the store seeing someone cut a hair and be like, that's a good idea. We should do this officially. And yeah, yeah they just stole it. it. They stole it from Meyer. Carol yeah. says barbers rule, cosmeticians drool. All right. There you go. I All love right. I love rivalry within the hair industry. This is what <laughs> I'm looking forward to. <laughs> let's do it. Let's book one barber, one cosmetician, and let's see them fight. I want to see one rule and one drool. Yeah. 
Amen. That's how it's going to be. So yeah, I got to find a, I, I don't need it immediately, but down the road, I'm going to need to find a stylist or I'm just going to have to relocate because as we talked about last week, uh, Amy, uh, Amy took good care of me. Yeah. Yeah. That's down true. Down in New Orleans. All right. Listen, so let's start wrapping this up. All right. What have we learned today? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> We've learned that uh, you have a conscience that are supporting a good cause for your wife's uh -huh. aunt, and that yeah. is admirable. Thank you. Learned that even in the face of impending death, my dietary needs are foremost in my life. They are. That I need I need sustenance. Whether uh, we knew it, we learned that my mom needs to do her dishes. I did. I got go back to the story. I told you I went in and there were dishes in her sink. Yeah. I left, and so when I called her that I had left that first urgent care, uh, or no, when I called her at the end of the night, I said, "Oh, I, I joked with her. I go, oh, I couldn't even couldn't even use." Use your sink to rinse up. She goes, no. The minute you left, I anticipated that you might have to come back, so I I put all the dishes Aww. in the dishwasher. I was like, that's a sweet mom. That is good. It was great. The fact right. that she she didn't want me to have to bleed onto her. Well, I wouldn't want me bleeding on her dishes either. Put them in the dishwasher. So right. she did that. She was all ready to go. So I don't want it to seem like uh, you know. So we learned we learned that my mom puts her dishes in the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's what we learned. No good deed goes unpunished. We did learn something else about you, Newton, by the way. We, we learned learn? you're a big, big uh, music fan. Sure. I love BTS and BTO and Kenny Chesney. Who else? Oh, are you bringing something up? Can you hear it or no? I can't hear it. Let's see you're, if I can send it to you. You're bopping, though. That's that's very good. I make a little room and she Nothing. I want you to hear it. Can't get you to hear it. All right, it's fine. It's fine. I hear it now. It to me. Oh, you were? Pickup truck? Yeah. She ain't a fool of me. Thinks my track is sexy. She thinks my track is sexy. Got it. You know all the words? Turns me on. Yeah. Hey, you're a fan? Yeah. I all used right, to. Fine. I used to listen to country music nonstop. I was really? a country guy. I'd go. I'd really? Go the country bars. I'd do two. I thought you'd be more of a rock guy. I was both. I okay. listen. I can't be, be both by one genre. Yes. No, I don't think you can. I've met in the radio industry, which you are in, a bunch of country guys and rock guys. They would say they couldn't be both at that time. Maybe on the air you can't be both, but I grew up listening to rock. Uh, you know, Van Halen is my favorite band. Mm -hmm. uh, so I grew up listening to rock, little yacht rock thrown in there, some uh, top 40 from the 70s. And okay. then I got to college and I met some guys and they were into like Hank Williams Jr., and Merle Haggard, and I got into that kind of stuff, and then I uh, went through that 80s and 90s country with uh, Clint Black and Garth Brooks and Trisha okay. Wood and Reba, wow. and uh, then as then I kind of country started to make that turn more to like bro country kind of thing, and I was like, eh, and I I, and drinking. I I still dabble in it, and I still you know I still uh, enjoy it, but uh, yeah, I listen to country and rock all the time. Okay, all right. I've learned something new about this man. Come on. I'm yeah. a, Listen, Craig, I'm enigmatic. I don't like to be boxed in. You know, you, you, you bring it to me with, oh, you can only like one kind of music. Oh, I'm sorry. Please. Sally says, uh, Iowa farm boys love that song. Yes, and I'm wondering if the Iowa farm girls do think their tractor's sexy. Max and Orion probably could uh, answer that question. Absolutely. They're going to say yes. Oh, I know yes, the answer that. Of course they do. Ladies right. love. There's nothing. Uh, there's something women love about a pickup man, too, is another song about the guy driving his pickup truck. There's something the women like about a pickup man. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Tim says you worked at WHCO where you played country, rock, and big band all in the same set. Yes, and then I used to do the gospel hour from 11 to 12. 
So I played it all. <laughs> you know what I couldn't play down there? I couldn't play the Beatles. Why? Because according to the owner of the station, the Beatles were the cause of all the drug problems in America. Really? He also took a nail and uh, took the Footloose soundtrack and scratched through a number of the songs from the Footloose soundtrack, including Shalimar's Dancing in the Sheets. And this made you very sad. Sure, because I love one, I love to dance in the sheets. <laughs> Two, I don't like the man telling me what I can and can't play. I don't like censorship. Three, if I'm going to sit with the Maharishi and drop acid, I'm going to listen to the Beatles while I do it. Catch it. Well, I got my first truck when Ooh, I was three over a hundred thousand miles on my knees. Is this Aaron Tippin? This? this is Joe Diff. Joe Diffie. Whatever. Joe Diffie. Right. So is this go. the song you're talking about? Yes. This, something you like, like about a pickup man. I can't see you listening to this. I don't know why. That, that, was, that, that doesn't I, jive I, with my idea. Nothing. Him. That's my. That's one. That's my problem. I can't pick a lane. Yeah, Two, apparently, I, you know, I'm all over the board. I, I guess like so. What, I like what I like. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not judging. I just. That's I'm, why, I, as a dictator, you don't have to worry. If you're a country right. artist, I will allow you to live. <laughs> you know. Sing about getting the the girls in the cutoff shorts in your pickup truck and driving uh -huh. around to the lake and fine. drinking or whatever it is you want. I, that's fine. You want to be heavy metal? That's good. Um, oh, you know, I, I like it all. Yeah. Okay. I'm, su I'm surprised that you're that surprised. I well, yeah. I don't know why I am. Then I guess I, I learned something new that was just in my brain. See, you got. Yeah, I know. You got to broaden your horizons, man. I do a lot. Joe. Di oh wow. Cindy said Joe Diffie passed away from COVID this oh, year. Oh my God. How weird that we would bring up a Joe Diffie song. Yo, I brought up nothing. I still don't really know who he is. Yeah. That's, that's Sorry, sad. Joe Diffie. He had a bunch of hits. Joe Diffie did back in the day. Actually, okay. yeah, I met Debbie at a country bar. Okay. Yeah, and he died in March. Oh, this my goodness. Crazy. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, that's how much I like country. I met my wife at a country bar. Do you go full country hat and stuff when you go into those? Like, are you doing the cowboy hat, the boots and everything? Um, I have, like... I'm going back to like early eighties. Uh, I did have a couple cowboy hats that okay. if I went, I did, I wore cowboy boots a lot. I wore cowboy boots on stage. I wore, you know, I had, I had, uh, I started out with some and then I had two pairs of lizard boots that I loved. Okay. Tony Lama lizard boots. Um, and Tony Lama was my brand quite frankly. Uh, so wore those a lot. So yeah, I wore boots. I had bolo ties. Uh, I went to a country bar every Saturday night in college. We went to this country bar, Fred's Dance Barn, out in the middle of nowhere, where you'd bring your own booze, and they have a band, and you dance, and you know. So you know, to to cater now to all the fans who've heard you say all this, you've got to put some throwback photos up on the social media. This is what That's social media says. Brian for. is a hell of a two stepper. Damn, Skippy. <laughs> this is you've got to put some photos up of eighties new. I don't know if I have them. I'll have to find. I'll have to. I'm sure I have something. Yeah, um, you know, we're gonna need this throwback Thursday is tomorrow, so you've got. I've got to find some country, some country pictures of yeah. myself. Good. And yes, I was. Uh, you know, I was like a hybrid rock country guy before it was cool to be a hybrid rock country guy. Is that is okay? I all right. I'm not even gonna challenge it. I don't know if that's cool now. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it is either. But they, yeah. well, country has become more. You know. It's come mainstream, yeah. yeah more the rock right, yeah. guy, I feel like the rock guy respects the country guy less than the country guy respects the rock guy. Maybe that's just me. I think that's just you. I think it's you and your okay. bigotry. I'm just a I hater. You, yeah, I think I think musicians respect each other. Yeah. Um, I'd be a terrible dictator. I've learned. Yeah, you just wow. 
I would. I don't want to live in Craig. Listen, I don't want to live in Craig Collins, America. No, but I would live in Brian Newman. You on the list of, I'm putting you on the list of Americas I don't want to live in. <laughs> Good deal. Just in boots and Wrangler jeans. I'll tell you something, Barbara. Uh, Wrangler jeans on the ladies. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Craig, I'm going to tell you, unless you've spent time around a lot of, a lot of country girls, country girls, uh, country girls look good in boots and jeans. They do. They do. <laughs> Nothing. And listen, ladies like the Cowboys too. You know, I didn't, I, didn't have, I didn't have the Cowboy physique. Unfortunately, I had the cow physique, but uh, you know, yeah. Wore a lot of I, vests. Oh yeah. Gotcha. You were a vest guy. I had vests. I had the bolos. I had it all. all right. Okay. We've learned. You've learned too much about me today. What What will I share with you next week? If I If I give you all my secrets. Today? How will you get injured between now and next Wednesday? Listen, it's a long. It's a long, long way to Tipperary, and there's a long, a long way between now and then. There's a good chance I'm going to fall down the stairs when I come out of the room tonight. Yeah, and you're going to hold on to that story for a solid week, which is the thing I'm most impressed with. Yeah. What am I going to blow it on Instagram? <laughs> Tell it, tell it in socially distant. If you go to my YouTube no. channel, no. Uh, I'd watch socially distant. If you listen to Craig every day from two to six on WJBC, go to WJBC.com. Follow him, the Craig Collins show on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, all of those are wonderful places. Uh, any Chad coming up? Uh, not, not any on the, on the calendar currently, but uh, maybe in the future. All right. So, a, uh, so we will plug that one. That is uh that is the yeah. case. Uh Yeah. I'm yeah, good. man. It's you fun. got any parting words? You got anything else to say? I've learned a lot today. I look forward to being on again next week. I, I hope you'll have me again. It sounds like a lot of fun. I look forward to having you on next yeah. week. I need, I need a foil. I, <laughs> I need a man yeah. who's going to drink some hard seltzer and bring the pain. Mm -hmm. And some Diet Pepsi, by oh, the way. You we are available to promote, promote them as well. Diet Pepsi, too. Yeah, I know. Honestly. You and one of the Kardashian sisters. Which one was that? <laughs> Kendall. She, uh, Kendall. I used, she used a Pepsi to to uh, and just, racism. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it is nice. Right. You know, let's hope you can do the same thing. All right. Uh, all right. Some say you can't pick a lane. I say well-rounded. Thank you, Kim. And on that note, Craig, always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Say hi to your lovely wife. Our yep. uh, our thoughts are with uh, with her aunt. And, thank you. Uh, and and all of that. And thank you all for watching and commenting and being part of this tonight. We had a really good time. Tell your friends we're going to be here next Wednesday night, eight o'clock. Uh, so far, knock on wood, this new uh, this new platform, we're not having any technical issues. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll be beat red by next week, too. Who knows what's going on? But uh, I appreciate you being here, and I'm sure I speak for Craig. He appreciates it, too. You can speak for yourself. Yeah, I appreciate it, too, and uh, we are available for sponsorships. We have a lot of sponsorships, yep. and Craig is uh, coming up with a lot of uh, bumper sticker ideas. Oh, so many. But lots, lots to do. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a wonderful week. Be safe. Wear your mask. Be nice to everybody. All right. We're all trying to get through this. Talk to you again later. Goodbye.